Radical Grove Parliament Podcast. And do you know? Do you know? Oh, yeah. I was thinking about this. Do you know what it feels like? Oh, is it the on air button on? I don't know. What it's I just flipped it on. It's, uh, Flip that switch, yeah. silly. Flip the switch. Wait, All right, can here I we... just turn it off? Up, yeah. Here we are, <laughs> ladies and you gentlemen. You guys always forget to turn it on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most structured podcast on earth. <laughs> we have all of our T's, crawls, and dodds. This is the Radical Grove Apartment Podcast here at the beautiful Huga Studios on Huga. J Street. My name is Roche. To my right is DJ Nice. To my left is Julie, Terrace Barbie, and the guest today is none other than Christopher Peavy. What up, Chris Peavy? What's going on, guys? Peavy's Thanks in the building. <laughs> you remember that shit? Remember that song? I do remember this song. But me and Peavy used to get fucking blasted ass drunk and play that shit at <laughs> Tilt at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and do the dance. What was that off of Robin Big? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Wait, I, hold on. There's a dance. How did you guys do it right well, now? No, the, in the show, they were in the car wash. I need, and, I need and, you to get up and I'm taking video of it. No, it's not an actual dance. <laughs> yeah, they're in the, the they're in the car in the car I know, wash. But you, just do it anyway. We can do it right here at the table because they're fucking sitting down. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, they're in a car wash and they're going to the car wash and Rob's like, he's like, and he's like, he's like, do you know? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, no, do you know? And do you know? And then it kicks in and they, he starts acting like he's driving like a big body. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, it feels there, like? I, I really wish you guys could see them doing this. You must have been in fucking Israel or whatever the fuck, <laughs> fuck he was when that shit came out. Pa- Palestine. Palestine. <laughs> you just combined two countries. <laughs> you're, you really you're, did. You're, 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 you're Palestine. 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 Palestine yep. I guess our geography lesson yes. did not work. The no, I didn't. It's still so Sooner forget. <laughs> still so confusing. All right, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, good. So, uh, so here at the the Radical Grove Parliament Podcast, we just, man, we just talk shit. You know what I mean? We ain't really got too much, too much going on. We ain't got it figured out yet. Let's chat it up. Uh, but what? No, but and seriously, what we so what we're gonna do is we're gonna walk down memory lane, and we're gonna try to get from point A to point B, and uh. So we're gonna start at the beginning with you telling the the listeners where were you where where was you born? Well, all right. Let's see. I was actually born in Easton, Pennsylvania, but I was only there for a short time, and then we moved to California. I spent a lot of time in um, San Bernardino County, a little place called Rancho Cucamonga, about sixty miles east of L.A. Then uh, from there, moved to North Carolina, a little s- town called Shelby, North Carolina, about forty minutes down the road. Went to high school down there, and uh, from there. What what was it, what was it like growing up in Shelby? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a culture shock, to be honest with you. Um, moving from California to Shelby was uh, difficult to say the least. But uh, I was only there for about four years, and then uh, moved up here to to Charlotte. Went to college up here, and you know started working, and never really left for about what twenty years, I believe. What was you doing in what what what, what in high school? What was you what was you like in high school? Let's see, high school. Was you athlete? Yeah, we played uh, played a lot of sports, uh, football and baseball, rode motorcycles, dirt bikes, shotguns. It was a little redneck down there, so, you know, <laughs> bonfires <laughs> and uh, Mad Dog 2020 and you know, 40 ounces of Mickey's Ice. and Just Fucking shotguns and 40 ounces. Yeah, it was definitely a culture change. Rebel flags <laughs> and, you know, Dixie horns on the trucks. and What the fuck is a Dixie horn? 
you know, when it was, uh, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they really had that? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 neither the, one of us is with that. The is. deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> it was f- so funny story. It was the first day of class. I was uh, ninth grade, went into uh, English class, and there was a teacher called Miss Barner in class. And um, she's old school, black lady, super cool. But um, I didn't realize that the, you know, the dialect down here is a little different from what I was used to in North Carolina or in California. So when I got here, first day of class, she stands up. She says, I want everybody to address the class. I'm going to give you an example. Uh, My last name is Miss Barner. I want you to spell it. And so she spells out her name, B-A-R-A-N-E-R-A. And I'm kind of looking around. (laughs) I'm like, R-A. So they exaggerate the R's. And um, down here in in, in Shelby, North Carolina, apparently. And I was kind of like, you know, mid-laugh. And everybody's kind of looking at me like, you better keep it fucking quiet. (laughs) First day of class, you know, moving to a new, new place. And. Uh, you know, I went home and I said, Mom, I go, you know, they're teaching the phonics here in North Carolina. Send me back to my aunt. <laughs> I was horrified. But, uh, you know, it turned out to be a good experience. I met a lot of good friends throughout the, you know, the high school experience and whatnot. But um, definitely wasn't, you know, cut out to live in Shelby, North Carolina. Well, you're, well, you're, where were your parents from? Uh, my father's originally from Boston, uh, Dorchester boy, Southie boy. Um, my uh, mother's from Los Angeles, Wilmington. Um, it's a little city outside of uh, kind of like Compton, the South Central. She and came from a um, big family. My dad's like one of six, and mother was one of uh, eight. So how did they decide on Shelby? Well, my father ran a distribution company, um, and he uh, it was between like Greenville, Spartanburg, and then Shelby. He wanted to live on a lake, so there was lakes in all three places. So he was out of Gaffney, South Carolina. So it was kind of the same okay. distance drive in either direction, and we ended up going with Shelby. Um, Ain't shit in Gaffney either. No, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> so he drove from Shelby to Gaffney? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's about like a 30-minute drive or something. Oh, that ain't bad. No. That, what's the name of that golf course? Deerbrook. Deerbrook, man. yeah. Deerbrook. Still a member down there. I'm going to cancel my membership here soon, though, and then I'm moving back to Charlotte. What? Uh, so, um, so then you got to Charlotte because of college? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What year was that? 2001. 2001, you got accepted into UNC Charlotte? Yep. How'd that go? Uh, I mean, well, <laughs> I didn't graduate. <laughs> there seems to be a theme here on the Radical Grove Podcast. What did you do when you got there? Uh, let's see. To be honest with you. Um, Paint a picture of Charlotte 2001. Oh, gosh, man. It's changed so much. You pulled up. You're like, oh, yeah, we're about to get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a lot of friends that um, that had gone, or that I grew up with It was uh, that went to UNC Charlotte, too, as well. So it was pretty much just... You know, not much had really changed as far as what we were doing. I mean, you know, atmosphere was different, but, you know, still going out and enjoying friendship. And, you know, pretty much we played a lot of volleyball, went to the bars quite a bit. We all started kind of getting what, bar jobs, working as, you know, security. What was the big bar down there? RJ Gators and uh, Stool Pigeons were two of the biggest ones that we probably hung Ga- out quite Was a Gator, bit. Gators the one that was like over there by the O'Charlies? Yeah, was that, that Gators? Like, yeah, Gators would have been, uh, gosh, what? Bar? It was on that weird road. It was like cut back through. No, it was right there on Forty Nine. Like when you come, uh, when you pass over. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. And then Stool Pigeons was up there on the it was uh, like Mallard Creek. And Mallard Creek, the corner. Yeah. And then Tip was Tipsy's not open yet. That was a little bit. That was probably a few years afterwards. Tipsy's. It was a few different things uh, throughout the years. It was what like was, a, was it? Not the grand graduate i can't really remember to be honest with you what was the so what was your first Board bar job? uh my first what what was your first uh bar dixie's job? tavern dixie's mm-hmm. dixie's that, tavern so I how was, did you end up uptown 
as far as like to get a job. Working up top. Okay, so remember Luke is John. Uh huh. So Luke was uh, I was friends with Luke in college, and he was always he was working. Y'all was in college at the same time. Yeah, he oh. looks only like a year or two older than I am. No, so I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> why does he, see, why he seem Tavern. so much older? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, we've aged well with all the alcohol abuse that we've, you know, we've, we've done. Um, no, I actually worked at Phil's Tavern, I think about it. I worked at Phil's, and then from Phil's, I worked at Dixie's. Um, Smacky and Luke had bought uh, Dixie's Tavern. That's where the BMG offices were above Dixie's. Um, that's how I got to meet all the BMG guys and everything like that. And they own Dixie's, too, as well. Um, and I started working at Phil's when I was, like, 18. I was doing security, and then I was bar backing. And then from there, I went to uh, Dixie's. And was bartending, and then uh, from there we, uh, me, Luke, and Anthony bought uh, Liquid slow, Lounge. Yeah, so slow, slow down. So, so how do you go? So you're in college, mm-hmm. and you just go to college. You hang out on campus in the university bars. But how do y'all find out about getting these jobs uptown? Luke worked. Where did he work at? It was Connections. It was the old um, the Crush. Crush. The old, old Crush. crush. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he was already. Con- and you got Trey Morton. Trey yeah. uh, went to college with Trey as well. So Trey worked God. at. He worked at Phil's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the guys that I had met had already you know established themselves in the bar industry. So. So how did you meet them boys? Uh, they were all Pi Cap Alpha um, fraternity guys. Um, one of the guys, a few of the guys I grew up with in Shelby had became uh, Pikes as well. There's no way you were in a fraternity. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so you just met them. No, they, I mean, they're all great guys. They try to recruit you and shit? Um, no, actually. They just uh, knew? No, I mean, a lot of people called me Brother Peavy. I had, like, that was a funny story. I actually had people that thought I was, you know, I hung out with them so much that right. I was in the fraternity. They put me down for a big brother, and they, like, some of the fraternity guys, they were like, <laughs> the real brothers would be like, I didn't even get a request for a fucking little brother, you know, this year. They requested you, and you're not even in the fucking fraternity. Like, yeah, I might not even hang out with you guys as much as I do. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, you're just not cool. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. So, 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 okay, so you get a job bar bagging and doing security. Mm-hmm. What was that like? It was amazing, actually. Um, you know, good money. I mean, you get to party and, you know, have fun. Atmosphere was great. Uh, it was definitely an experience. I wouldn't change it for a thing, to be honest with so you. So the first, the first bar job was at Phil's? It was Phil's. Um, I'm trying to think. It had to be 2002, probably. 2002 to, like, 2003 or four. Where so was, was Phil's? Phil's is local. Is local? Yeah, oh, so okay, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Uh-huh. And then, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. Trey had to have been, Trey was at Phil's. I'm trying to think everybody that was around the city um, and who was running, like, Bar Charlotte. I mean, it was all the BMG crowd. I mean, you had yeah. the the Greeks, you know, Greek alleyway. What was that? That was Cosmos. Cosmos. Menthos. Was it? <sighs> well, the Greek alleyway was Cosmos, Menthos, Have a Nice Day, Bar Charlotte. Mm-hmm. The Hut. And the Hut. Yep. yep. And, and then, then. Was it Forum? And then it turned into Phoenix, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mentos form Phoenix. Yeah, that's the way yep. it went. And then it was Dixie's down there, so it was kind of like there was no epicenter back then. Um, and Dixie's was in a fucking building that looked like it was gonna fall over. What's a yeah? It's an old historical building. Yeah. You can't tear that place down. It's one of the oldest buildings in Charlotte, I believe. Levine's on it. This, uh, so, <laughs> so uh, was Brad? Brad was he? Had he showed up yet? Yeah, Brad was always in the picture. Brad was he but was he's doing a year, stuff. He was younger than us, right? I think Brad's a year younger than us, or he might be my age. I'm 39. How are you now? 40. 40. Yeah. So uh, Brad's probably my age. Um, he was with Sean Sawari, and they did a lot of stuff. Like they did the promotional thing. They were at Grand Central, I believe, like doing the promotions. I know. So how long did you last in college? Um, 
two years, two and a half years, something like that. Why is it always two years? It's is like it, that point. That I mean, I was I was a year and a half. I mean, well, my problem was is that I got I got into the bar with the bar industry. I was making the money and everything yeah. else. And I was yeah. making, Dixie's was insane. I remember it was Monday nights. It was like two dollar Miller Lights, and you know, I mean, we were making like five hundred dollars a night. I mean, you're a college kid. I wasn't even old <laughs> enough to drink. Dude. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like. I was, like, you know, I was like, I remember telling my father, I go, Dad, I go, I'm going to take a semester off. He was like, you're a fucking idiot, man. If you take a, if you take a semester off, you'll never go yep. back. And right. I was like, I'll yep. prove you wrong. And, and he was like, here I am 20 years later. He's like, okay, I, go for it. Prove me <laughs> wrong. to find out he was correct. Be the 1% that goes back. Yeah. <laughs> and finishes. Later. Yeah, later. That's, <laughs> that's the key. I went back, but I never finished. So give, give us some stories about Phil's bar. Phil, you got to have some stories from the like the Phil's security days well let's see um i mean where to start there were so many uh so what else was around phil's at the time like was brick was was conley's was there still Um, let's see sip was town tavern town tavern is what it was called back then yeah um what else was there around there there was yeah the fox and hound was probably you know one of the spots it was yeah was fox and hound was the was the breakfast club shit down there the roxbury breakfast club no, yeah, yeah, the Breakfast Club was always there. Yeah. Um, who's who's doing that? Jody. Jody. Yeah. Yep. And then oh, Buckhead was huge. Buckhead. Buckhead that was at yep. the other end. Yep. Fitzgerald's. Remember Fitzgerald? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Buckhead. Buckhead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Buckhead was probably the rowdiest bar that I'd ever been in my entire life. Yeah. Junior. Fucking Junior. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> so so give it. Got want some stories, man. I want to hear like <laughs> fucking you knocking somebody out. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> oh gosh, man. Uh, that would have been that would have been a little bit later. Can we talking like 18, 19 year old PV? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm, I don't know how good the stories would really be back back then. I can't really pinpoint anything that would be that interesting, to be honest with you, other than just normal bar stories, people just getting trashed and <laughs> jumping up, jumping off bars or you know, hanging out late night at somebody's house and, and partying, to be honest with you. All think, these places that he's talking about, my first experience was, it was when he walked me around to them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. But that was, I mean, it wasn't too, was, too far after that. It was probably a few years after that when it, he came into the scene. So it was Fields, Dixie's, Buckhead. All them places. Yeah. Yeah, Phil's days. Uh, PB knew everybody. Yeah. I'm sure he still does. The Dixie's days. I got some really good stories from the Dixie's days. Um, you know, I was one really big family. I mean, it was a larger place. We, uh, you know, DJ times, it was DJ Jazzy Jimmy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, rest his soul. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, Luke, Smacky. Uh, gosh, who else was a part of that? You know, Rolla, Abby. Abby. Yeah. Abby. Uh, Rolla. JX, DJX, J4000. Who, what? What did you say? That's a Rolla Bear. Yeah, Rolla, Rolla Bear. Yeah. That, Rolla's Ham Sandwich. DJ Ham Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> that was his DJ, DJ name? Yeah. I was trying to remember on the way up here who, remember, uh, what was uh, JD, JD's uh, and Cran when they used to DJ? It was DJ, when they used to do it at Tilt, they used to mess around on boys go up there and they had a DJ name. It was like DJ. I didn't know DJ that. Salty Nuts. Salty, yeah, <laughs> Salty Nuts. DJ Salty Nuts. Yeah, no. I remember that now. Yeah, Salty Nuts. It was these, these two dudes. That and then they, they were, Salty Nuts. We'll, well, get to, we'll, we'll get to that story. Yeah, okay. That's, that's All right, a bit. But first we got to go. So now, so you go from Phil's to where? To Dixie's, right? To Dixie's. Dixie's. Yeah. yeah, so right. Dixie's, kind of the stories, you know, get a little bit better is, you know, you get into the Dixie's days, um, you know, the fighting, the... <laughs> <laughs> the uh you know having a couple cocktails and trying to stock bars late night and everything and throwing cases i don't know if you've ever been inside dixie's they had a um back staircase it was about you know 
It was just straight vertical. Straight <laughs> and I remember we were sitting down there. Where we, well, one night we got back, and I forget what we were doing. I think it was it might have been like Grave Diggers Ball or something. And um, y'all know what Grave Diggers Ball is? Yeah, of course. Okay. You know what it is? Yeah. All right. We had to uh, we had to stock heavily for beer tubs and everything else. But I remember it was Luke and it was myself, Luke, and it was one other person. I think it was JJ. You remember JJ? Josh, JJ, JJ. my buddy JJ. Uh uh-uh. uh He was bar backing at the time. Craig was there. I don't know if you remember Craig. Uh, he was bar another bar back at Dixie's. Uh-uh. But we're throwing cases to each other. I'm talking. I mean these it's, you know cases of beer. Cases of beer up the steps. <laughs> you know and. I'm a little inebriated at the time. I remember Luke was at the bottom, and I'm like, I'm in the middle, and he's just chucking him at me, chucking him at me. Well, I mean, he gets a little bit faster than I can throw him back up, and one just cracks me right in the face. <laughs> All the way down the steps. Did you fail? Blew my back out, dude. Oh, I remember shit. I was, I think I was, I might have been bar back in a bartender at the time, but I remember I ended up, that was, I was on security detail for about two weeks because I couldn't even walk. I, um, I can't even walk. Let's put him on security. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, uh, he's just, just checking out these the fight breaks out he ain't helping nothing he's nothing. just, no, he's just like guys <laughs> guys <laughs> break it up definitely worthless he <laughs> <laughs> the door to check IDs is what they should have done <laughs> yeah, yeah. you guys just falling down the fucking steps how far are we talking here like, oh a good 10 feet straight oh, down the shit. steps <laughs> and then Luke probably yelled at him like, oh, get the fuck laughing. up yeah, everybody's laughing at me Good I actually I popped right back up I don't think it really set in until the next day I it's couldn't always crawl like out of bed yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just like what is wrong with me <laughs> the, the alcohol helped <laughs> the pain and then once it wore off oh, yeah. it just oh yeah you probably made it worse but and then you're trying to t- call people and nobody's awake because they're all fucking still passed out <laughs> Oh, yeah, there was, you know, you wouldn't get a phone call from anybody until like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I don't think I can work today. I can't move. Oh, fuck, you'll be fine. (laughs) Come in back all black and blue. So who ran ran Dixie's? Who was like the big bosses? Uh, It would have been Luke was the general manager. Um, How was Luke so young and he owned part of Dixie's? Yeah, he bought in part of Dixie's with, I think Smacky would have been more than majority. I mean, it was BMG was majority, I believe 51%. I don't really know the percentage, to be honest with you, but... Um, I know Smacky had more than Luke. Luke had a percentage inside there as well. And I'm trying to think. I think maybe Brahm, some of the Grand Central guys might have had some so, in there. So, like, BMG, like, those old school dudes was just, like, fucking cattling young bar people. Oh, they. I mean, they were – no, actually, I wouldn't say cattling. I mean, they definitely conditioned a lot of people. Yeah, I learned, like, learned a lot from them as yeah. far as structure is concerned. Yeah, and, but, like, know. they come in, they, like, recruit Luke, Smacky. Oh, yeah, they, I mean, they brought in the people. Smacky yeah. came in – with them, right? Yep, absolutely. Right. And, and, and even to fucking sm- Tommy Timmons knew him. Tommy Timmons has a story where he knew or his dad's bar, Bob was the beer rep at Tommy's dad's bar or mm-hmm. some shit like that. Yep. We got to get Tommy yeah, on this I podcast. Say, yeah, Tommy would be a good one. I got a really good story of uh, Tommy and I on a uh, lazy day. It wasn't lazy day. It would have been a rock house. It was Rich and Bennett's uh, Dan River trip. You remember that when, we, when, I worked, when you worked at Tilt? What or was DJ? it? We went on a river trip up to the Dan River. It was uh, hosted. It was maybe LazyDay.com, uh, and it was uh, Rich and Bennett's event. We all went up there, took Greyhound buses. It was, you know, me, Tommy. It was. I mean, it must have been 180 people. We went up to the river, and uh, it's a funny story. Before we even dropped tubes, we're up there. I don't know where the Dan River's at. I don't even have to look at a map. I couldn't even tell you. It was probably about two hours away. Virginia. Is it Virginia? Yeah, it's on, like, the North Carolina-Virginia, like, border, I'm pretty sure. It was... Uh, it was a pretty good story. So it was we, we drive up there about two hours. Everybody's having a great time. I was just drinking the whole way up. We uh, we get up there and before we even drop the tubes, there's like you know four guys come out of the woods and they're like city slickers, you know, uh-huh. fuck you guys, you know, go back to where you came from, give us some beer, whatever. We ended up we gave them some beer, you know, like all right, whatever, not let them ruin our day. Give them some beer and uh, you know they went on, went on their way. About two hours into the trip, 
We're tubing, having a good time. Well, here comes these guys like out of the woods, just screaming at us again. These guys about to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so are they following all down the yeah, river? Well, we're not really sure exactly how. I mean, if they were following us, or you know, they took a car, who, went back who, down. So it was you, Tommy. Who else was with you? It was you know we had Bennett was there. Um, okay. Bennett passed away too. You know, uh-huh. got rest his soul. Um, it was Rich Bennett Jr. Um, <laughs> so it's nothing but a fucking bunch of Tommy. maniacs. Yeah, I mean, back yeah. then, we could say we were all maniacs. I think yeah. Tommy was probably the most G-rated out of us all. Um, but stop, Tommy will bust your ass. <laughs> yeah, Tommy's, Tommy's a hell of a boxer. Yeah. He's, um, so we end up getting, yeah. we get uh, we get down there. I mean, it's, you know, the, the river's probably only, you know, knee deep to, you know, thigh high deep or something like that the whole way. And then where we're at, the guys come out of the, the, the woods. They're yelling at, um, at Rich's girlfriend at the time. And... I'm not sure if there was some rocks thrown or whatever happened, but, you know, I was kind of like, hey, hold my beer. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love I a good up, hold my beer moment. <laughs> I know that the guys, most everybody was in front of us, and I start, I start walking up walking up the river, and, you know, I'm getting closer, I'm getting closer, and I'm like, all right, these guys, you know, they're not too big, and I'm trying to assess, like, which guy I'm going to hit first. <laughs> and Because, uh, I mean, I knew they, want, they wanted to some at the time. So, anyway, I get up there, and somehow, like, I just take a step, and I hit this deep spot, and I... <laughs> I go, I go completely under the water. Like, I don't know. Like, I might have had a hat on at the time. Like that thing's coming off. I turn around. It's like floating down the river on me. And now these like these four guys are surrounding me, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm screwed. I'm gonna get my ass tuned up now. So, I uh, I pop up, and the, one of the guys. So I've got a tattoo on my stomach, and uh, you know, not proud of. It was a high school tattoo. It says chaos. So surprisingly enough, these guys can read, and uh, and they go, what the fuck are you gonna do, chaos? And I was just like, the guy kind of like leaned in like he was going to like hit me. And I just remember just cracking him straight in the face. And I'm not really sure what happened from there, but I mean, I'm hitting a few guys. One guy's like on my back hitting me. Well, who comes to my rescue first is old Tommy. Here's Tommy. Tommy's just standing like toe to toe, like just boxing this guy, just jabbing him out. Like, yeah. So, I mean, let's just say Tony or uh, Tommy and I tune these guys up, you know, pretty good. And then um, by about that time, Junior and a few other guys, uh, you know, made it up to the river and, you know, it was pretty chaotic at the time. I think they got a few good licks on them, the kids. And we ended up dragging them to shoreline so they didn't drown. And then uh, we went about our business. And then we finally get to the buses yeah, at the end of the Tommy, trip. Tommy's arms are like this fucking Oh, Tommy's, yeah, t- Tommy's, <laughs> Tommy's a big dude. Yeah. Um, and he's got some length on him for sure. So we get, to, we get to the buses. <laughs> and uh, one, of the guy, one of the kids that's on the trip, he's like, Hey guys, cops are here looking for you guys. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh God. shit. So we, I mean, keep in mind we got you know it's two Greyhound buses, so there's like probably you know what, I don't know how many people you can keep in a Greyhound, 160 yeah. people or something uh-huh. out here. So cops pull me and Tommy aside. They're questioning us for like a good hour, hour and a half. Everybody's wet, just waiting on the buses. And uh, apparently, what had happened was is that these guys were like the town troublemakers. Mm-hmm. They were questioning us just exactly what had happened. Well, I think the only thing that really helped us out and saved us was. There was a woman, those, where they came out of the woods, it was like a Boy Scout retreat or something like that, and people were camping. This woman had, like, caught a lot of, I think it was pictures at the time. I'm not even mm-hmm. sure, like, the cameras had, you know, good video quality back then. And um, she had showed the pictures and everything else. Well, the guys, I guess, had came up to try to fight us. I don't know if they had some weapons or something, but they got arrested at the buses. And I guess they were town troublemakers and, and everything else, so... The uh, the cops had you know had asked us to promise to never come back and like all this other stuff. But anyway, so we see you next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, actually, the funniest thing I think they actually stopped that trip after that fight. So that, oh. it was like something they'd been running for like seven eight years. So they never went back to the river after that. So, but it was I mean everybody was pretty I pissed bet those off. Guys to say never the least. went down to the river yelling at people. Hell no. Yeah, I mean they were they were they were banged up pretty bad. It was not one of my prouder moments, but you know they came looking for it and they got it. 
<laughs> How old do you think they were? Um, I mean, they had to be older than they were older than uh, like me at the time. Oh, yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm saying they were probably like late twenties or something at the time. I'm just imagining that lady with like her Nokia phone. Taking, the flip phone. <laughs> taking pictures. Oh gosh. I mean I'm sure the kids were horrified. They probably sinking in the water. <laughs> I wish somebody got that on video. I just Whoop. imagine like a cartoon, like you take a step and it's like Whoop. Oh, that's exactly yeah. how it went. <laughs> then you swim out. Yeah, most fuck you gonna do chaos. Right? I couldn't believe it. Most people are like, Why do you have Chaos tattooed on your chaos? stomach? And I'm like, and I mean he spit it right out. I was like, Oh shit, I'm like infuriated more. can read. It's like a Latin gang tattoo. <laughs> Chaos. Yeah, I made better decisions. From now on, chaos. People be like, "Remember all that dumb shit we did in high school?" I'm like, "Every time I wake up and the take first a shower, time I saw, I see it." The first time, I, reminder. the first time I saw that tattoo, Luke showed me a picture of PV and them from one of the PV had his shirt off, and I was like, "He's a fucking chaos tattoo." <laughs> yeah, I wasn't proud of it because Tommy Lee had a mayhem. Yeah, and there was also um, what was uh, what was, gosh, I can't think of his name, the skater's name that was. Uh, you talking about the white boy? Chad? Yeah, what? Muska? Yeah, yeah Muska. Yeah, yeah Muska uh-huh. had it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I skated growing up, and I was like, you know, I was I thought it was the coolest thing. And he was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> he was like fucking homeless and like bad oh, yeah. skater. Oh, yeah, dude. He, yeah. he made it. You yeah. know, he came up on it. And, uh, you know, it was, he was one of my favorite skaters back then at the time, and I was always like, yeah, if I ever get a tattoo, I'm definitely going to get a stomach <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> Chaos. I was, was that your first tattoo? No, actually, I, I got PB tattooed on me with my first tattoo. Uh, fortunately, you know, I had a friend that his cousin owned the tattoo shop, and, you know, we were like, like 15 years old so that was a great decision to to get tattoos when you're a teenager and yeah. no clue. Well, did your parents say anything oh my mom cried for weeks so. <laughs> <laughs> uh my father was like well at least you got the pv name tattoo yeah. and then it, it you know it progressively got worse as i came home with chaos tattooed on my stomach and they fucking really disappointed in me to say the least <laughs> i mean here i am you know, you 25 years later stomach what, what if somebody got like a, like a a positive word instead of chaos? What if you got like something motivational? Yeah, like like <laughs> smile. Like, yeah. <laughs> what would be the opposite of chaos? Like serenity, stru- structure, <laughs> calm, huh? Serenity, yeah, calm. serenity. <laughs> what if PB has serenity tattooed on his stomach? Underneath chaos, I it wouldn't be. Fuck, any you want to do serenity? Do a serenity <laughs> cover up. That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I went to high school with the dude, and in high school, he got 704 tatted, but it was the worst location ever. Right on it, right, right here. On his like, wee wee? Like pubes. <laughs> 704 pubes. That's an interesting spot. <laughs> Just comes into school one day. He's like, look, guys. And you're like, ew. Pulls it down. Like, what the fuck? You, what, like, why? Ooh. What if you move next week? Why are your dick so vain? <laughs> Is that your worst tattoo that you have? Your chaos tattoo? Oh, by far. By far. <laughs> Without a doubt, <laughs> it's great. Okay. I'm I trying think, to see, think I of think, something that could be worse than I think that, it's that you great. would do yourself. Oh, I've learned to embrace it over the years for sure. Well, all right. So now, all right. So where are we at? Y'all kick the shit out of some mountain people. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, back to where we were going. I think we were going. Where we were on the Dixie's, uh, the Dixie's thing. So yeah. yeah, that was Dixie days. No, that was actually Tilt days. You oh. were part of that. You, I you didn't go probably, to the Dan River. You were probably slugging a uh, fucking. Not yet. We we well, so hold on, hold on. Don't don't fucking pull the queen out too early. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we don't we, have like a. We need like a, a, a blackboard or whiteboard. When we here, build so our we when just, we build our own room, we will have a, a board. Yes, yeah, so we can like yeah. write everything and so Roshan can follow from point and A to point B. And a person that can flag videos and other 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 beneficial tools to make this <laughs> podcast grow and structured. 
Watch this, watch this get structured and people fucking hate it. <laughs> uh, we like the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. Without, without rules, it would just be chaos. That's yeah. what one of my buddies used to say to me. Without all the time. rules, it would just be PV. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else we got? All right. So, so that, from Dixie's. Right, so, no, yeah. So, Dixie's. Now, where we go? Where do you go from Dixie's? From Dixie's, we went, uh, we went to Liquid Lounge. We bought Liquid Lounge and turned it into Tilt. All right. So, what year was that? Uh, it would have been 07. Now tell this story. So it's you, Anthony, and Luke. Luke. And then we, um, Adam. Adam Adam was. uh, Where's Adam at now? I don't know. Uh, That's a good question. What was this girl's name? Was she Leslie? Leslie. Leslie. And then what was Luke's girl's name? The brown haired girl. She is Stephanie or something like that? That's his wife, too. I can't even think of her name. Jen? Jen. I think it was Jen. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so y'all y'all are there. You're at Dixie. You're like, yo, we need to buy our own fucking bar, man. Yeah, and, it's, it's kind of how it went. We were actually we shopped out Phil's. Who owned Liquid Lounge before y'all? Um, Michael Mark. Okay, I think I met him before. Yeah, so we bought uh we bought that in what oh seven. Yeah, we we actually wanted to get in on oh, Phil's. Oh seven. Yeah, that was a long long time ago. It was like a lifetime ago. It feels like, but uh, we ended up. Getting in at Liquid, we did a uh, we did a build out. Um, Anthony's uh, family owned a construction company, so they did a lot of our work um, inside. And uh, did y'all know that, that 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 place has an upstairs? Till how do you yeah. get there? I don't know how you get there. I just know there's an upstairs, right? No, there's it's got a basement downstairs. There's nothing upstairs. No, Liquid Lounge has the a basement. second floor, or Tilt does. No, they what? told me it did. Who like did? up above those shit, it's they? not like a structural t- second floor. Oh no, no, there's yeah, there's there's definitely yeah, there's something up there. Yeah. I mean, there used like to be something back in the day. Yeah, more or less. There used to be something I can't remember. Was it an old printing press or something like that that was downstairs in the basement? We could never get out. Remember, <laughs> remember you used to have to walk. It's still there. You got to yeah. walk oh, over. Shit. The, it's know, like that fucking great, cellar door. Yeah, the cellar doors. Thing. Yeah, the yeah. cellar yeah. doors. It goes downstairs. I do know that because that's where all the liquors. Yeah. Kept. That's where they throw it back. They fucking throw the bottles back to each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so y'all walk into Liquid Lounge. You're like, yo, let's buy this place. Yeah, we, uh, let's see, we operated for a few months before we closed it down to uh, to actually remodel everything. Um, and then I think it took us probably about, I don't know, maybe close to six months maybe to build out and uh-huh. get everything squared away. And uh, then we opened up, it had to be 2000 and. Might have, we might have got it in 2006 and then opened in 2007. I can't really remember the uh, the exact dates, but um, Anthony. So we had met Anthony. Anthony was from Appalachian State. He had um, came in and working at Dixie's for he had to be working at Dixie's for a couple of years bar backing. And um, you know, Luke and I had always talked about owning our own bar. And Anthony came in and was like, "Hey, you know, he used to be like, hey, bugger, you know, I yeah. got the money. Let's <laughs> let's jump in and uh, and get something together." And um, you know, I guess I guess we all kind of brought something to the table. And um, you know, his you know Anthony brought a lot to the table when it came down to it. As far as I mean, he knew a lot of people. He had the you know family in the construction and whatnot. But um, yeah, we uh, built it out. Then we started. What we do Tuesday night college nights. Well, no. Then, I, so I remember. So when it opened, it y'all just opened. It was just opened. What was that dude's name that DJed there before me? Oh God, that was Luke's roommate, Joel, right? Joel was that. Joel DJ. Joel was a DJ. We had a lot of DJs, and then man. We what, went, Luke fired DJs like every it other week. Commotion or yeah, commotion. He played it, there. Was it, yeah, commotion definitely played. We had. What was the other guy's name that was like a like a kind of like a skinny brown haired kid? 
I mean, if it, it depends on how early on you go. Because when we opened up, we used to have the back patio. Like, you know, Rob Reeves was on the back patio. Uh -huh. Red was, used to be back there, and Red used to DJ, you know, front and back and stuff like that. I mean, they did a lot of the house and techno and stuff out back. And then, but we went through a lot of DJs because, I mean, there was, I don't forget which DJ it was, but we did like a Frost Yourself party. And um, this kid played, uh, like, what, Put In Your Mouth by like Kilo LG or whatever it is. <laughs> And it's like, you know, Luke went up there, like, ripped the sh like ripped all the fucking cords out of the, damn, the mixer. And it was just like, you're fucking fired right now. And the kid was just horrified. And he just packed up his shit and left. And then I forget who jumped on the ones and twos from there. But and I, I think, you know. I that guy's name. It was like a brown-haired guy. There was, I mean, there was there was a ton of them, to be honest with you. I mean, we must have went through about six or seven well, DJs. Uh, what was, uh, Nate, remember Nate? Yep. Nate. DJ Lyon. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Sarah's. Ex-husband. Sarah. I don't remember her name. We're talking about the same Nate, right? Nate, the, he was a Marine, yeah, and then Nate, he DJed, yep. and he yeah, went he back worked. to the Marine. Yep. Yeah. But then there was another guy that was, like, younger with brown hair. I can't remember his name. I don't know. Now, tell now. so now, let, I'll let you tell it. Tell tell how I, how me and you meet the picture. Yeah, this is what, I mean, this is the stuff people probably want to hear. This um, is, yeah, this is. So I was, so there was a bunch, there was a big group of guys. Um, they all went to St. Bonaventure up in New York, and they all came down. I mean, there had to be what two hundred of these guys that they were. I mean, like it was like you know, like years and years of guys who had graduated. They just came down to Charlotte. It tell was them what, uh, tell them what St. Bonaventure is. St. Bonaventure, it's a it's a college in yeah, in uh, like, like upstate New York. But explain it what it is like. It, it, I'm not following you. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say Can like well to do smart people go there. <laughs> If that makes sense, okay. would you say like it's like an Elon College but up north? It's like a, it's a yeah. I mean, well, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure exactly what the uh, the college is known for, like you know what education. Um, but I mean, it was you know most of those guys were in recruiting. Guys, yeah, are fucking smart as shit. So it was the Ryan's, the Ryan's. I mean, BMG. I remember those guys. They used to like you'd have to, you want to lock them in for like game days. Mm -hmm. I mean, those guys when they come, I mean, they bring ten thousand to your bar. Yeah, like, no problem. Like in a few <laughs> hours. Now, I mean, you have to put up with their shit. They're like Keegan would be up on the bar taking a piss. You know, I mean, it was. I mean, it was like full on, like just absolute insanity when it came down to it. But so what had happened was um, that was Rolla. Rolla Rolla Bear went to to St. Bonaventure. Mm -hmm. um, and so we had met all these guys just from in the bars. They used to have this big thing uh, at Grand Central. They used to do the day parades and shut the streets down. They used to come <laughs> into the Grand Central and just fucking, I mean, it would just be insanity. And um, Well, like they were recruiters and, and stock people. Oh, yeah, they were all walks so of they, life. they knew all, they knew yeah. everybody right. uptown. Young, you know successful, I mean? yeah. you know, guys. I mean, you know. And, and they're they, all great guys. And they and stayed the on go mode. Like, they were, you know. Oh, yeah, there's no stop. They were the people you, wanted to, you wanted to hang out with. Yeah. They were fucking fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so what had happened was they went uh, and they do a, a party down in Charleston. Was it over in um, Mount Pleasant or something like no, that? No, Isle of Palm. Okay, Isle, yeah. Isle of Palm, yeah. IOP. So they rent they, a house. Rent out, they would rent out, like, the whole fucking Isle of Palm. Yeah. Oh, all geez. these houses. Yeah. I mean, they go hard. They're yeah. Big, big group of guys. So they bring in. There was girls, too. I saying I was like a fucking huge sausage party. Like, there is girls and guys. Dudes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just kind of like uptown. Yeah. No. Uptown. It was. It was a like. Yeah. No. It was like a you know girls and guys. Big fucking group. They like no bullshit. Yeah. They come to your oh, place. Oh, like 100, 200 people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was you know it was, you definitely wanted to get them inside your place, but it was very hard because you know they were loyal to the, the other places they were already going, and I don't think they had like a Thursday <laughs> spot or something like that. And I just remember. 
they had just got back from the beach and they were like, we got this DJ and he is the, you know, he's the fucking most, you know, amazing thing I've ever heard. You know, like you have to get him in here. If you get him in here, we'll come but, in and just. So now I got to explain the, this party, right? Okay. okay. So this is funny because, all right. So I was dating this girl named Cressy at the time. Cressy? Yeah. And she okay. had this friend and a, she, the friend knew the group and the group was looking for a DJ. And I had like probably just started I was still doing hair. Yeah. Right. And I was, they would, uh, they called me up and they were like, can you do it? And I was like, yeah, we'll go down there. So me, Derek, Cressy, we all went down there and we did this party and we show up at this house and these fucking people are just like a fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like, the mo- you know, the party movies, you know what I mean? Like the house is fucking yeah. on blast, swimming pool, people going crazy. But what's really funny, the first <laughs> week when we get down there, we're like, where the fuck do we go? And this dude, Sean, New York Sean, he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, He's like, come to the Windjammer. I think that was the name of that place. Yeah, it's where it's they a were bar down there. He was like, I'll be the, well. and this is what he said. He goes, I'll be the dude with the smoking hot pipes. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. So we get down there. We meet him. We get to the house, set up a DJ. Well, it turns out the guy that they had asked for a DJ was Courtney. And Courtney and the girl that knew each other, so they linked up. And that was the first time I met Courtney because I was just like this dude who was from out of town who did hair and was DJing. And people were like, who the fuck is this guy? Right? You know what I mean? Who's this fucking pretentious asshole? Yeah. And I was pretentious. <laughs> like, I done, done Fashion Week and you yeah. know, done all that shit. And <clears throat> uh, So what? I'd actually DJed. I'd, yeah, I'd already done some other stuff really fly shit too but anyways so i did this party we got done and then that was it i think right yeah why are you asking me i wasn't there i'm trying to remember it's it's hard it's hard to remember from that far back he's like right right but that sounds about right well derek was your manager at the time well no so derek braun i don't know if y'all knew derek derek wanted derek was like you need a you need a manager yeah and i was like no, okay, okay, sure. He really did because he was not fucking manageable, <laughs> and like he needed somebody to actually so fucking not. articulate things to like the, the like the places he yeah. was going to go because Roche was just, I mean, he was fucking hell on wheels. You could could not keep him under control no matter what, and he like he he had to try to fucking piss you off like nonstop. He knew what he would do. He, like he would just get on your fucking skin if it wasn't like anyway. We'll get all of this. My it's, buddy, it's, my buddy Kyle it. said. How is this different? My, my buddy Kyle said. This is how Kyle with him anymore. My buddy Kyle explained to these people one time. He goes, "Let me explain, Dwayne." you he goes Dwayne when he meets you he is looking for that button mm-hmm. and when he finds it he is gonna fucking house of pain that motherfucker oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. we clash a little bit because you know you and I are very similar when it comes I don't even that. remember I don't uh, uh, alright so anyways okay. that's where I met Courtney okay and that's where I met this group of people I come back to Charlotte and then he calls me up right yeah, no, no, so, no, 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 no 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 they no JD and then we're they like they contacted gonna, you. Yeah, we're gonna do this thing and because I hadn't. Yeah, I hadn't been in contact. Right, right, right. Sorry. So, so anyway, now, now, now. Well, no. You, so you, let me tell now, you how we you get to this now, point. Wait, wait. So now the pretentious shit's really about to kick off. Oh, oh without a doubt. So <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Were you at the party that he was at? No, no, no. no, no I no, wasn't no. down there. So you just no. met Courtney. Yeah. But I, I knew about the party. Oh, look, look. Yeah. When, literally, I didn't know who the fuck Courtney was. Courtney was like the one black dude who walks into this house. And he walks in, he's, you know, he's doing court and he's talking to everybody. He knows fucking everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. loves him. And he turns around and looks at me. He's like, you know, that yeah. Courtney face. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I know exactly that face. Because I was doing all kind of wild shit back then. Like when I was DJ, I was a fucking maniac. I, had, I hadn't been like corralled. I mean, it would be like fucking Jay-Z rapping over fucking men at work. Like all kinds of crazy shit. So anyways, then I get back, right? Okay. Just going about my life. And then 
they contacted me about doing the party. Well, nobody wanted to bring on a DJ because you were, I mean, it's, nobody, Charlotte wasn't even ready for what you were doing, really, to be honest with you. I felt like everybody was like, this guy isn't a fucking DJ. He doesn't play. Because every, everybody in Charlotte, they wanted to hear the whole song. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, it was, yeah. you know, mash up and everything else. It would be like, you know, I remember you had that Seven Nation Army one that was. Uh, Dude, that was so there was, I mean, but it was, I wish it, was, I had it, was it went hard. But I just remember, you know, he was only playing like fucking 30 seconds of these songs. And everybody would just be like, you know, this is the fuck. This is the, like, the most asinine thing I've ever fucking heard in my entire <laughs> life. And look at this stupid ass kid up here that thinks he fucking like he's rocking this. Like, it was just so bad. Like, nobody. No, had I wasn't clue. like that. I, I was just I was very like fucking focused. But yeah. I also was like, this, you know, wearing fucking vape hoodies and shit. And I didn't look like the normal person. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So. All right. So, anyways. Yeah. So, so as far as that goes, so I wasn't really too sure. I mean, I was, you know, I was always open, open minded to everything. But, and, you know, but when I heard come, they come in and they're like, "You got to fucking book him. We're going well, to do this so party." I, so I didn't even know what to expect. Yeah. So the whole this is how it goes. So I didn't know what to expect. They were like, "Hey, look, if you got if you can get this kid into DJ, and you know, they made it seem like you, this guy was like this most prestigious DJ, like he's coming from fucking Vegas or something." And, and this is a tilt. This is a tilt. I had literally done one gig in Vegas. Yeah. And, and that became like I fucking was born there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they were like, "You got to get him in," and you know, blah blah. And like, you know, so as far as it goes, they're like, "We'll come in. We'll go strong, and we'll come in Thursdays. And if you get him on Thursdays or however it went." So I was like, "All right, let's try this guy out." So. You know, Thursday night comes, and here comes this kid. He comes walking in, and, you know, he just – he had this demeanor over Didn't him. Cressy and Derek come before no, I came? No, no, no. I think you guys all came at the same okay. time. Okay. And Derek, like, you know, Derek came up and kind of filled me in a little bit, you know, like – Now, Derek, Derek Derek, is a fucking corporate suit, right? He and But he wanted to be in this nightclub game, right, which he did later, if we can ever get him on the fucking podcast. So Derek would come into Derek would come into places like fucking Tilt with a suit on, mm-hmm. <laughs> very professional. Yeah, and like he's, you know what I mean. And you're dealing with this. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. And for those that don't know, Tilt is not a place you wear a suit. <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah. Well, back then it was a little. I mean, the atmosphere was a little bit different yeah, too, as but far so, as but they come in the court and, so, yeah, and everything. Too. So I come in. I remember I come in. I look at the equipment. I'm like, this ain't gonna work. Oh no! That's, <laughs> so he walks in. I mean, you had like a white T-shirt on, like no telling. It, Jordan's white T-shirt, like down to like his like knees. I forget what exactly how it was. It might not have been exactly that outfit, but he walks in. He's got his backpack. He walks up, looks, takes takes one look at the DJ booth, and he's like, "I can't fucking work with this, dude." And I'm like, "And the place is packed, and everybody's just waiting for him to like now, let plug me in." Explain dude. what they have. Oh no, no, it was fun. I mean, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was, go ahead. I'll let you explain. But luckily, I had was. everything that I actually I, I had in my car. Yeah. Right, I knew what I I knew what was out there and what was happening. So I walk in, and it's like. Two rusty ass turntables, and you know, you know what I mean when I say mm-hmm. rusty ass turntables, and a Pioneer 900 that was even more rusty, like missing knobs and shit like that. I'm like, this ain't gonna fucking work. So I go and I get my two turntables, a rain mixer, mm-hmm. and then we run from we run the Pioneer over here to the rain, and the shit is like fucking leaning. <laughs> we got shit just like balance the fucking work i remember it was so dark in there i had to use a lighter to see you know what i mean when mm-hmm. i was when, when it was time to get serious because i was about to freak some shit like to i'd have to see and get everything ready first all right so this is 30 minutes after when he already had a meltdown and walked out and said he wasn't doing it yeah, we had to convince I, him to yeah, come back yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, well, it was like, only me convincing everybody yeah, else like, yeah, like, like, I, like i knew what i was doing like you know i mean I, you know I, you have to you have to he bring, wanted to make a big spectacle about to, it because he was going to ask for more money later. You have to wrinkle you have <laughs> you have to wrinkle brains. Does that make sense? Yeah. So and I knew that I could back up the fucking attitude. Yeah. So I come in there and do all that and then we get going. And it's fucking 
bonkers in there. Remember? Oh, it was insane. I thought like we did like it was like I mean it was insane. It was double what we'd ever like probably seen on like one of our busiest nights. Yeah. And we don't, he hadn't even plugged in yet, and I was just like, <laughs> "All right, let's go, dude." And but so PV's the only one that's like coaching me in like through this. And PV's trying to be cool about everything because PV's like you know he's just cool. He's yeah. Like, yeah, you know, oh yeah, we'll fucking need this one to get that. Da, 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 da. And then we get going, <laughs> and now you tell it. Yeah, so we get going, and I mean everybody's loving it. But um, as far as you know. My Not everybody. Par- <laughs> as far as my other business partner, he's uh, he. I just remember he pulls me in the office and and he's like, "This is the biggest fucking mistake you've ever fucking made in your entire life." Like this kid has no clue what he's doing. Like he's not even finishing these songs. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck whether you like him or not. I'm like, have you seen the sales in the register right now? I'm like, he's staying up there. Like and he's like talking about we're pulling the plug on this guy. Like these guys are never gonna stay and listen to him. So. I'm like, hey, I go to bat for O'Shea. I'm like, I haven't fucking heard anything like this in Charlotte. This is the, you know, the new era of DJing. I'm like, we have to somehow lock this guy in. And they're like, what do you mean lock him in? I'm like, let's get this guy in. I'm like, I'm going to go talk to these guys and be like, hey, every Thursday, like, what <laughs> nights were you guys going to come not, out? We... Didn't I blow so... the speakers that night? <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> we needed to get new ones anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we could afford them after you DJed that's the why, first That's night. why he blew them out. Well, so, so I 100% did that shit. My yeah. business partner like, punched like, well, like, the whole hole in the office wall he was so pissed off at me he like punches the hole in the wall and he's like it's your fucking funeral man and, you know because i told so i, I tell him i'm like i'm like hey i want to talk to this guy and i'm like let's get it as a resident hold on, hold on. you gotta yeah. like now you gotta get this whole picture in your mind imagine it is fucking packed oh it's slammed yeah, everybody's dancing moving, drinking it's going and he thinks it's shit and and i and you know what i mean i'm just up there doing what i do yeah. you know what i mean and PB's in the office getting fucking yelled at. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I, could, I, I couldn't wrap my fucking head what around the it. I'm fuck like, are you dude. Thinking? Yeah. But it's because I, I, I was, it was, so everything was so fast. To, you know what yeah. I mean? And it was like, boom, 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 hit, 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 mm-hmm. hit. I mean, Charlotte never heard that before. No, no. If yeah, you hadn't yeah. been to Vegas or, you know, like out uh, in like, you know, LA, New York or Miami at the time, and that was really, and, you know, it was, out, de- it was shout out to the guys that was trying to do it, but like, I, I was, I you, did you it. Did yeah, it yeah. yeah. And it was. I mean, the only people who were doing it back then was Scam, dude. It was, you know, DJ. Yeah, it was those it was, guys. It was yeah, just those yeah. guys. So, unless you'd been out to see those guys play and understood that style of DJing, you had no clue what it was about because everybody wanted to hear Piano Man and fucking right. Dixieland Delight and all that shit back then. Because, see, know, honestly, yeah. I never I never thought that this, like, like, I never thought about DJing shit until when I saw AM when he came to Crush. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's the way you do it. Yeah. And that's the way I'm going to do it. Because I always wanted to DJ, but I was like, you go to places and you're like, this is what these fuckers do. This sucks. And then I saw him, and I was just like, "That's how you do it." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I gotta figure out." How that's to do the it. that's the one. I was like, "I gotta figure out how to do it that way." <laughs> yeah, I mean, this. I mean, and you know what you were doing. I mean, you had a lot of you got a lot of talent, you know, when it comes down to it. And it was just but, like the yeah, songs yeah. that you were playing. A lot of people didn't even understand. Like I'm like old school songs that you know you was matching up over top of like this new shit and everything else. And I'm going. I'm like, man, this is like this is the new era of DJing right here. Nobody, n- nobody believed in me. Nobody believed in Roche. Yeah. <laughs> and I would make these, I would record these mashups, right? Like, mm-hmm. back, like Forrest always picked on it and said, I, you know, Crooked Clan. But I, w- I figured out how to record. It was so bootleg recording because I would have like, I figured out how to get instrumentals and acapellas, and I didn't know that there was production programs. You know what I mean? I didn't learn that yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought all the stuff that you heard, like those mashups, were all just done this way. Mm. So I it would, was fucking raw. Like, I would but make them. <laughs> I would make them and record them on. I would record them onto a CD because mm-hmm. I had a CD drive to record. Right. And then I would take the CD and upload Sorry. it on the fucking thing. And I didn't understand KBS files and shit like that back then. So it made it. It would go from one to another to me. Just. <laughs> but it it didn't like the average listener didn't didn't know the difference. Yeah. 
All right, so so yeah, so Peavy's getting cussed the fuck out. Well, yeah, so I mean, to move forward, so somehow I lock you in on like you call a Tuesday me up. night. Yeah, so I call yeah. you up and I'm like, I go to bat. I'm like, I yeah. want this guy in, resident DJ. And I just remember it was like, well, he's your fucking problem. You're going to babysit him because honestly, I mean, you had to babysit Dwayne back then. I mean, it was, this guy was slugging fucking, you know, three olives, grape, and cranberries. Yeah, like, we were, <laughs> now, you got to remember, <laughs> now, I never thought that this DJ thing was going to be anything. Right. I was oh, yeah, hairstylist. you were full on hairstyle. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. I had at this point, I had quit hair. I took a break because I've been doing hair since I was seventeen every day of my life. Yeah. And so I was. So when I started this DJ thing, it was vacation. Does that make sense? Oh, like, he I was, was like, definitely. Oh, yeah. He was checked out when he got to the bar for sure. <laughs> but I was DJing. Right. But I was like, this is fucking fun. This is this was my college time. Yeah. And it was at Tilt. So. Yeah, it was definitely a little personal playground for a while. We did Thursdays. Fridays and Saturdays. No, it's Tuesdays. Tuesdays, Tuesdays college night. Came, Thursdays. Tuesdays came later. Oh, was it later? We started Thursday. I think Friday, we got you Saturday. locked in for Thursday for the St. Bonnie guys. Is yeah. how I went. And then was it, that the band? No, that, that was band? Well, we did Simplified. Simplified. Yeah, Simplified. Yeah, they we were cool. The, yep. Because um, well, Chris used to manage. Uh, Chris Sheridan used to manage yeah. the graduate next uh-huh. year. And um, yeah, Simplified is awesome, man. I mean, know those guys are out. Shout out to those guys. They're you know definitely some of the coolest and the guys. Graduate had really good food. The graduate food, especially when you was drunk. Yeah. The chicken wings and everything was good. All right, so, so yeah, we were doing Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and then every once in a while, I'd have to go do I think Sunset Club. I'd have to go do some shit, yep. whatever Derek yeah. was doing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, then we started the Tuesday. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I wanted to lock you in on however many nights it was, and it was it was definitely a money thing. I think it, I mean, we definitely negotiated. No, me and PV had a full out negotiation war in the bathroom. Oh well, no, it was it was out. <laughs> it started out. It started outside the bathroom and. I just remember you were fucking. We were we're in an argument, and he just turns and starts playing with like because on the outside of the you know you've got the braille that says men and women's mm-hmm. bathroom, and there's braille on the bottom <laughs> of the sign, and he just starts rubbing the braille like this as he's and he's yeah. not talking to me. I'm anymore. like, dude, what are you talking? And about? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, listen, you know, I'm, I forget what we were even arguing about, and like. He says, he turns around and just fucking screams right in my face. And I'm like, I just drag him in the bathroom. I'm like, absolutely not, bro. I'm like, you're not going to act like this, dude. And he's like. I just I acted forget. like that. He's like, I just want my money. And I'm like, I get you want your fucking money. Hit him with a full name. But uh, I, well, I just remember you were like my responsibility. We, I used to take you home with me at the end of the night. And uh-huh. like we'd party at the end of the night. And like we'd go to sleep. And we'd shut it off like four or five in the morning. And like and fucking Roche would be down and stairs on the living room. Like just banging on the walls. Somebody Come fucking talk yeah. to me. I'm not ready to go to sleep. I want to hang out. No, I like, went to sleep and I already woke back up. Yeah, no, I thought <laughs> it was eight, nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah, and I, you know, these fuckers slept till four in the afternoon. Well, we didn't go to sleep till eight. So. Yeah, but I mean, I go to sleep at eight, wake up at ten, be like, all right, let's get going. You never made it till eight o'clock, dude. No, I was all. I never. I wasn't a big late all nighter like that. No. So all right, so yeah, we did Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and then the Tuesdays came. Yeah, God. we did the Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot. I mean, yeah, we, I think we rotated DJs we, in so here. We got, and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about them Tuesday. <laughs> so the Tuesdays, listen. So I think we told a story when somebody else was in here. So Sean Sorori and Brad and those guys <laughs> used to have like this little promo company. We talked about it a little bit when Brett was here, mm-hmm. and they would do they did this Tuesday night party. So we were like, "Yo, we're gonna start a Tuesday night at Tilt." I was doing the Tuesday nights at the pub. Remember the oh, pub? Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was like, no, Tilt's bigger. We're gonna move there because we was packing Tilt out. So I was like, fuck that. We're gonna go to Tilt now. So we go to Tilt, and, but we had this meeting with Sean. It was supposed to be Sean and Brad, but just Sean showed up. And Sean's in this meeting, and Sean's a young kid, and it's like me, Peavy, Luke, 
And Sean's sitting there talking, and he's talking, and I had a fucking enough of hearing him talk. And I was like, I was like, listen, the more you say to us that you're already happy where you are, is telling us that you're not happy where you are. Yeah. I was like, take you try that. To convince yourself. I was like, I was like, take that jewel. Like you're not fooling us. I was like, we're going to do the Tuesdays here. Here's the deal you're getting with these guys. And then I was, I looked at PV, and I was like, you're going to pay the DJs this amount of money. And everything was like, all right, boom, let's go. And then Brad walks in after the meeting's fucking done. And Brad's like, so what happened? And we tell him, he's like, cool. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went. Yeah, Brad always went with the flow. Yeah, and, then we, and, and then we started the Tuesdays. And they were fucking oh, bonkers. Dude, was, oh, they were? Bonkers was, on a Tuesday night. Because it was supposed to be a college night, but I didn't never see any fucking college. <laughs> no, well, well, we ran buses. We, I think we did buses to like Winget and like maybe Winthrop and uh, UNC Charlotte, without a doubt. Uh-huh. And... I mean but that me, was that me, was good for I mean it was I mean, yeah. I mean it was, was packed like for a solid 2009? year. 2009? What, 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 no, 2007. this was two, 2007, 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two, yeah. And I remember I learned a very valuable lesson in DJing there. Skip taught me because he was doing the Tuesday nights with us. He was like, You gotta calm it the fuck down. Because at that point, like it those kids just wanted to hear fucking yin yang twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I that I learned that lesson and then we were doing this Tuesday nights and we would get fucking mangled up in there on Tuesday night. Oh yeah, everybody was in there. It was like all the industry people that work now were there. Was tilt on Tuesday nights. Yeah, and now now you can tell the story about me. <laughs> so this was you. Well, you got I mean, it's the same that. night. All right, so let me tell you. I, I tell you how it starts, and then he can he can take it over. So this. So you gotta remember, I would come in there, and I would just I would drink grape vodka, cranberry, sugar free Red Bull. It, you know what I mean? That's what it was. Like a glass, like a jar. Okay. Lunatic. <laughs> Now I'm standing at the bar, and I'm, I told Brett this story, but it's me and Brad and Julie the Greek. And Julie looks at me and Brad. She's like, "These fucking guys keep touching my ass and messing with me." And I'm like, "What? Those guys?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I look at Brad. I'm like, "Yo, you got me?" And he was just like, "You know, Brad? Yeah, sure." So I just fucking jacked this old man up on the bar, like up on him on the bar. <laughs> and then somebody pulls me off of him, and I'm yelling at him, "Fuck you, dude!" And then Peavy comes out, and Peavy starts walking me through the crowd. Oh, he was hype. He was he was hype walking through the crowd, and I'm like, now right, you got to remember, at this point in my life, I'm I'm I was probably wearing some. I probably had like a camouflage Atlanta Braves hat on and some wild shit. Just I didn't look like the normal dude yeah. walking. And we walked through the crowd, and that tell us. Oh, he's fucking blackout too. He's you know he's so hyped right now. Blackout. Yeah, yeah. And, but because when I jacked the dude up on the bar, Brad's like, whoa, 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 you know, chill, you know. And then next thing I know, Peavy's walking me through. I'm walking right. through the crowd. I'm like, all right, just come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, we, you know, de-escalated the situation, and you know, the dance floor's packed. Small place already, so dance floor's packed. So we're bouncing <laughs> off of people. Well, somebody's <laughs> dancing, and just, just, I mean, like trucks, trucks Rocher. He doesn't even look. He just turns around and fucking swings as hard as he can swing. Like I mean, full <laughs> on, like, you know, like just wind up over top. And I mean, he's fucking inches. I don't know how it didn't hit her. It was a female. Yeah, yeah. So and I mean, if he would have connected yeah. to this girl, I mean, she would it would have knocked her teeth out. She would have been fucking like I mean, it would have been ambulance outside. I'm not proud of it, but let me tell you. So, 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 so somebody like trucks in the side of me, and when they do, it's this old, it's an old fucking move. So when they do, when I get bumped, I you push, yeah, I push swing. and then it swing, yeah. <laughs> And Peavy said that it was like, <laughs> like that. And I don't even think the girl knew. Like, I think she was. It happened so too. fast. She was, I mean, she was still yeah. dancing. And Peavy's like, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks into the back door and he's like, yo, we got to chill back here for a minute. And I'm oh, like, it was, why? 
there's so much more to that story, oh my you know, God. but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the gist of it. And I was absolutely horrified. I'm like, dude, are you, you're really capable of this dude? I mean, like I started looking at you different after that. Like, you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was a hothead. Like, yeah, you yeah. really were. Oh, I mean, remember you did, um, or, I mean, that was you know, shortly after that, you started doing the pink parties with Derek. Yeah, we did those pink parties at Elevate. Yep. With yeah, Elevate, Elevate. Out, out in the fucking <laughs> thing or whatever. It was, should we bleep names? Should we, should we do, like bleep names? But <laughs> Steve, Steve loved you as a person. <laughs> no, he didn't. Steve Caldwell, <laughs> dude, he fucking hated you, dude. So listen, listen. He called me up when you from that one pink party. He called me and he's like, I don't fucking know what's wrong with your DJ. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. He's the most disrespectful piece of shit, unprofessional. I'm like, Jesus, what do you do? Like, I guess what you do, like unplug him mid-party or something like that? No, 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 no. I, 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 we got done. I got packed. I was like, yo, where the fucking money at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, I learned. Sounds just like that. No, I learned real quick that in this town, they weren't running a professional gamut as far as, you know, it wasn't until I got to BMG at Suite until somebody presented me, like, with like the word invoice, and I was right. like, hmm, "Okay, these people know what the fuck they're doing." Most of the time, you, you you had to hunt your shit down. Mm-hmm. So when it came time, it was knock knock. Hey, but anyways, we so <laughs> Derek and Steve go in together to throw this <laughs> this pink party. Okay, it's in that fucking courtyard at Hearst Tower. Mm-hmm. Okay, we light the whole motherfucker up pink. All right, then we built a sound stage at the front, and then there was there were tents right like three tents it was all open bar right it because it was a it was a what they call it it was fundraiser or whatever like a charity Charity. yeah yeah, yeah. all open bar that whole fucking area flooded it looked like a festival out there the city of charlotte is fucking pissed yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) we got banned from that from ever doing it again no i think that's what it was you were playing something and you wouldn't listen to anything as far as like because you couldn't tell well no 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 so so we start out like like i i come on you know we had like like you know like the warm-up mix run or whatever Mm -hmm. and then it was go time and i had this fucking wild ass lincoln park dmx like intro thing that i made it was like with the the fucking burner with him like oh my get down like what mm-hmm. so you gotta imagine there's fucking families eating outside at re-rise <laughs> and it is just pure debauchery going on out here because it's all open bar in these tents right, right? like the girl i was dating was asia was a bartender she made like a thousand fucking dollars that night were you sitting up facing the tower or facing, facing the, the tower okay, okay now imagine i'm facing the tower and now they lit the whole thing up pink uh-huh. the building all the way up to it right they, we brought eye dialogue in there lit the whole fucking yeah, thing it was up. a sick event yeah it was it was fucking crazy big speak like it was fucking nuts homeless people just started <laughs> just started coming in because like, the door the door got Steve I don't know whoever was control of security but it got so out of hand that they couldn't keep up with mm-hmm. it so people just bum rushed it you know what I mean mm. and next thing you know you're fucking there's like there's like all these like well to do dressed pink party people and then there's like homeless people <laughs> out there dancing too. So going then, to the bar turning up fuck so it. yo we get done we get done and I pack up I fucking fall off the stage oh my god <laughs> no wait yeah, same year, same year. I think we did another one. Anyways, falls the stage, fucking drunk as shit. 
hounding Steve, like, yo, where's the fucking, where's my money at, dog? Like, I, you know, we ain't doing this. I, I ain't got, I'm not going to chase you around for a week looking for my shit. Mm-hmm. Well, he was already pissed off at you because I think he was trying to get you to play something different or you wouldn't listen to what, like, playlist-wise or anything like that. I was like, this is my fucking, you know, this is my night. This I listened, is my stage. I had like, zero interest in listening to nobody. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Because I was like, you guys are on something that's been working for you for a little bit of time and I'm here to change the whole fucking thing. Like that was the way. That I was his mindset. That's how that's how he was wired back. Like then. you don't like, know shit. Yeah. Mm. What you think you know is about to get fucking put to rest. So that was what it was. And he didn't like I, that. No, nobody did. I had I fucking fought wars, dog. Like you motherfuckers got it easy. Like I fought fucking wars with these people. Like thank God for people like him that was like, well, I kind of get it. Mm. Or else it would have been fuck city. You'd have still been up there playing the goddamn Cupid Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> it was adapt from, and survive. From, and yeah, down to it. So yeah, we get done with that one. Yeah, we get we get I done. We get though. done with that one, and no, I'm talking about you'd been playing it like the whole from the song. top to the bottom. <laughs> That's the so, truth too. And all right, so we so all right, so yeah, and then Steve hated me, but but then I did more events with him after mm-hmm. that. Well, I think I had to like just explain to him what's problem. I'm like, you gotta you gotta understand this dude. I'm like, you know, if you you gotta, it's all about how you approach him, and you know, it's. He's obviously a hard pill to swallow when it comes down to it, but he's very rational if you explain things to him and, you know, <laughs> whatever it was. But I just, I'll never forget, like, I get the phone call and he's like, you need to come fucking talk to your DJ. I'm like, <laughs> your DJ. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, what man? Do you but, now? And I mean, he's exa- like, tonight's my night off from him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's your guys' fucking problem, dude. I'm like, don't call me. Like, but anyway, yeah, I was, uh, I, I do remember that phone call. And I remember I was we like, got it. Oh, God, what so, did you do so this time? So basically, you were, um, Roche's designated babysitter for this period of time. No, I mean, like, well, I, I think I diffuse situations. I wouldn't say babysit. I mean, he, he wasn't fucking, you couldn't keep him under control as it was, no matter how hard you tried. He's going to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, wanted to punch somebody in the face so much. And, <laughs> I know. And, and also, at the same time, also just wanted to, like, high five me, like, you fucking crushed it tonight. I know, then... I know that we couldn't do no more parties out there to her town. <laughs> <laughs> That had to be the last event because I heard you got shit faced and you weren't like and you were just blaring the music I and just said like he the, co- off the stage. Yeah. At one point in time, I went and so skip. Well, that's not uncommon. He usually it was probably you know at least two out of the four or five so, nights so he DJ was, he was so falling li- off. There so. was so listen, yeah. it was packed. Imagine that whole fucking area yeah. slammed yeah. full of people, and I'm here. The only bathroom was up at City. What did it call City Tavern back then? Yeah. Was that was oh, the that bathroom? Was, yeah. Listen, where where is that at? City City Tavern. Where, where it was, was it was either City Tavern. It was the one that's like it's it's, it's called Luce or some yeah. shit like okay, that. The Italian, oh, the Italian place. Okay. So, anyways, uh, I skip skip showed up and I was like, "Yo, you got DJ? I got fucking pee." He's like, "All right." So I take off running to the bathroom while I'm standing at the urinal pissing. They got the City Tavern sign like up above it. I yank it off the fucking wall <laughs> and I come through the crowd with the City Tavern sign. <laughs> Oh, and we had Otis from the O Show on the microphone, oh, yeah. and he's bomb black. He's yeah, yeah. Like, like, was, oh, Otis was a hype man too. Like, yeah. He'd always like, he'd have a few cocktails and he'd get the party going for sure. So yeah, you should try to throw this party that again. Sign, yeah, I came through. I remember coming through the crowd with that sign, and Asia was like, "All I saw was that that I had a all pink American Apparel windbreaker suit, right?" <laughs> And I went and got some white Reeboks. Me and AJ Hunter went and got these white Reeboks and painted certain parts of them pink. And then, I, so she's like, all I saw was a fucking pink suit with a sign going through the middle of the crowd. <laughs> Waving it. Sounds about right. No bottles. No bottles. No just bottles, a, just, just a, a city, city tavern <laughs> yeah. I invented it, dude. I yeah, you, did right it. you invented the bottle service. The Yo, bottle right service. there it was. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 
Revolutionized teaching. Invented the bottle, bottle service. Yeah, bottle design. service signs. That was a good one. Ah, Roche, what, what, what else? There was another story that, that we had uh, that, remind, that that sign just reminded me of. Oh, remember that time when we did the tilt uh, anniversary party and Nova came? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I fucking took all my clothes off and wrapped a banner around my neck and ran around the club like Superman. Oh, God. <laughs> I do remember that. Yo, Tilt was so much fun. You don't know Tilt. No. <laughs> you don't it's, know. I'm sure it's a lot different than how it used to be. <laughs> it was fucking... I would come in sometimes and be like, I don't feel like DJing tonight. Oh, it was... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, when I tell you it was most fucking and exhausting... Me and him would just get fucking blackout. <laughs> <laughs> Who DJs? Fucking radio. Okay. Spotify playlist. Yeah, back then it was probably serious radio. <laughs> I, remember, I remember one time. <laughs> I made an out. I made an outcast playlist. <laughs> it was like ten fucking songs. And I put them on. I just let it play and put it on repeat. Petey was like, "Can you please fucking <laughs> change?" Because it was like a slow night, so I just let him run. Yeah. Because it's what I wanted to hear. He's like, "Can you please fucking switch it?" Like, no, I would just be like, "At least stand up there and yeah, act dude. like a fucking DJ, dude. Do something with your hands, dude." I'm like, "You're getting paid way too much money just to fucking just be walking around just pissing Hor- off the customers." Horrible, fucking horrible role model. <laughs> it's terrible fucking. And then we the went. Flame. And then we went to. Uh, the Red Bull snowboarding trip. Oh God, that thing was fucking insane. So Red that was Bull, Hawks Nest, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, do you know Emily, blonde haired Emily? Yeah. Red Bull Emily. Yeah. She used to date this guy named Junior. Junior. Married. They have a, they they got got a kid married, together. Yeah. yeah. Junior ran Buckhead. Mm-hmm. All right. And the first time I met him, this is a great story. First time I met him, we go in there at like fucking three thirty in the morning. <laughs> me and Petey. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and there's an ID on the ground. And I pick it up, and I'm looking at it. And I look at, I remember I looked at Pete. I was like, I know this girl. And he's like, shut the fuck up. No, you don't. So anyways, we just hang out at Buckhead until whenever they decide to fucking leave. We go back to Peavy's house. I wake up the next morning. I'm looking at this ID, and I'm like, this is one of my fucking clients. So I call, oh, I call her up. I'm like, hey, I got your ID. I found it at Buckhead last night. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> So there was there was that, but then, so then we go to then we go to Hawk's Nest for this Red Bull thing. All right, this is a great fucking story. I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure out which story you're gonna tell. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All right, so we load up to go. It's me, PV Braggs. I think Emily was already up there. Me, PV Braggs Jr. And we're in we're in we're we're riding up there. Right? Okay. <laughs> Once we finally get there, <laughs> PV and well, it was you and Junior. Junior starts hounding Peavy because his outfit doesn't match. Do you remember this? Junior's like, oh, I can't fucking ride if I fucking shit. Oh, yeah, back. he was fucking distraught over Yeah, it. and you were like, dude, just take my fucking coat. Just take this. <laughs> like, just wear this one. Like, because it matters. So we get it. That's like my first experience meeting Junior. All right, now, what I learned during this is there was a group of, there was the group of service industry people, right? And they were like a very tight knit family, like well, like the Greek alleyway people, and maybe like a few others. The all Buckhead right? crew was very very tight. Okay, but that they they all right, but that was like this one group. We'll call them like that. That they uh, consider themselves the cool kids, right? Okay. Now, then there was this group. Okay, <laughs> and these this the was the degenerate group, <laughs> right? And there was like a there was like a mutual respect between them, but like a clash at the same time because this group made fun of this group 
and this group make fun of that group, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would be like people like, you know, oh, you guys ain't nothing but a bunch of fucking cokeheads and alcoholics, and then, you know, they would, PB may be like, well, you're a fucking, you fucking, look at your hair gel, dog. Like, you're, <laughs> you're, like, you're sweat, like, you know what I mean? Like, little shit like that, like, yeah. like dog, you're like, spikes went out 10 years ago. You know, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, God, yeah, that bad. Tips. <laughs> <laughs> so we're out there at this snowboarding trip and just getting bombed, shredding. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, like, it was people were just handing you, like, we'd call up from the lift and be like, hey, bring me, like, seven Red Bull and vodkas. Yeah. You know, before you even hit, like, you know, get to the bottom, call, get the drinks. I mean, before you even get on the lift, you already had, like, three already slammed. But, like, most people up there didn't know how to ride. Oh, it was just mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. It was and then there was, like, me, PB Braggs, Jr., and who all knew how to ride. You know what I mean? So we're out there acting a fucking fool, making fun of everybody, and it's more so them. Like Braggs was riding the grass. <laughs> oh yeah. And then they gave us, they gave the Red Bull since Emily was Red Bull when she dated June. They gave him a house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that was Chuck, Chuck D, and Stephanie. Stephanie, Chuck, yeah. yeah, and S- Stephanie Craig. Stephanie yeah. and Chuck. Chuck Craig. And we got to this big ass house. That place was sick, and it was like right on the side. Of, I mean, like just straight down, death, yeah. death all around you. And I mean, everybody's <laughs> trashed, fucking, you know, and driving cars in and out of this driveway. It's snowing, everything else. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> somebody's fucking dying tonight. There was definitely a ton of mushrooms involved at the time too, as well. I slept in a hallway <laughs> <laughs> in like a twenty bedroom house. Why? No, bad choice. Just fucking, we got. He was, we were, he was out. We yeah. were just fucking maniacs back then, bro. Like it was. I, what did Bragg say when he woke up the next morning? Something about he, Cheerios or no, something. He, walk, he, this, he comes walking up the steps, and he goes, all I need is a blast and a bowl. <laughs> no, 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 all I need is a blast, a, a bowl, bowl and, 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 a blast, a, a bowl, a, a bowl and, a, and a bowl of Cheerios or something. Like yeah. You want to smoke a bowl, take yeah. a blast. Yeah, all I need is a blast, a bowl. Yeah. And no, yeah, I think he said, all I need is a blast, a bowl, and some Cheerios. <laughs> and he was, I mean, that was, he was being truthful. That's all he did, and he fucking went out and ripped the next day. But I remember it was so funny because that, that, and that party is where I met Ian for the first time. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you that story. I'm standing at this bar. So first off, I was dating this girl, Asia, and she worked at Forum. And I thought most of the people that worked at Forum were just fucking douchebags. And uh, there was a few cool ones. There's, you know what I mean? But I just, whatever. Yeah. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, are those the cool I, kids we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I was where, just, I'm still trying to wrap my head around who he's talking where, about. I'm, I don't know where PV and Junior and them are at this point. No, when I say cool kids, I'm talking about that was like, like, no, the, no, like I understand the group. But the, y'all, yeah. y'all were all still like part of the group, but like y'all were different. We were just humble. I feel like we were just, we didn't have anything to prove. We were just us, you know? Just yeah. The fucking. So, anyway, I'm standing at this bar upstairs, Hawk's Nest, and I got on a fucking 2XL t shirt with a, the mugshot of Old Dirty Bastard yep. on it. And this black dude comes walking up to me. He's like, yo, that t-shirt's fly. And I'm like, oh, what's up, man? I was like, I'm Dwayne. He's like, I'm Ian. <laughs> and then we just became best friends. <laughs> but then, listen, listen. We get to talk, and he's like, where are you from? And I'm oh, like, I was wondering when that was coming yeah. in. He's like, where are you from? And I was like, Graham. He's like, shut the fuck up. Because he's from Graham. Yep. We lived, our streets were like parallel to each other growing up. I think we should all take a, a field trip to Graham one day. There's so many people from Graham uh-huh. and Graham's yeah. brother. You have no idea. Yeah, so that's that's where I that's where I met Ian. Me and Ian grew up together the whole time and never really knew each yeah. other. Uh, so that was that trip. That trip was fucking crazy. That was a fucking oh my god. Yeah, that was a junior fun one. fucking junior. <laughs> Do you know Junior? Yeah. You know him? Fucking uh, Junior. Mm-mm. He's been out. He's been he's been away for a while. Great dude. Yeah, fucking Junior. That's exactly how he talked. Yeah. He always had a cigarette in his hand. He had the worst shakes. He'd be just be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
time. So then, the, so then, all right. So that that maybe may round up the tilt days. Tilt was a blur. So yeah, tilt. Because then, then, what happened? Here's another great story. Tuesday, we're doing our Tuesday nights, and the the, the Whiskey River is about to open up. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Now we're getting into yeah. like a couple so years the, into so it. The, the, so the uh, up centers. Yeah, it's it's, it's, in, it's in construction. It's, okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. coming. It's coming. Oh, right? I, I'll never forget the day that I saw the Whiskey River sign going down like on a on a truck, and I was like, oh, it might be it might be the end of us now. <laughs> and sure enough, they fucking stole our Tuesday yeah, nights. So they, which I mean, so they wasn't like stealing anyway. I mean, it was. They start rolling in on the Tuesday nights, scouting, scouting the talent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Ian's bartending, Brett's bartending, everybody's, you know what I mean? Uh, and then, but it, no, no, at, at Till, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, they literally just jacked the whole fucking swag. Oh, they took, they, I mean, yeah, they took, yeah, they took the t- rug fucked, and just ripped yeah, it right from yeah, underneath yeah. it, dude. It was but what like, was funny? Remember, remember when they uh, took two? Like, that's like two general managers, remember, like, of their places. There was so many people that they remember and came into yeah. Till and was talking to me about DJing. Oh, they were trying to steal you, and I fucking. Got bucked with him. Yeah, exactly. Remember, I was like, this is the most unprofessional fucking shit. And yeah. remember that y'all started getting all the text messages. Dwayne was from, loyal, dude. Y'all started getting all the text messages from everybody. He'll never fucking work for us. That yep. fucking guy's an asshole. Everybody yep. thought I was an asshole. I was just. You were a fucking yeah. asshole. But it was. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was. You you don't yeah. po- don't it was fucking poach employee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was appro- just, everything yeah, that you used to be like pissed off about and you were very passionate about doing everything perfect, like on a professional level. And, you know, Which I learned this. I was learning Even though he was like the most unprofessional fucking person. And when it came it down to half about, the shit that he did, yeah. It was when like, it came to getting paid, he was professional. Yeah, I mean, fucking. Well, I mean, you gotta get your money. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Johnny, you know, fucking invoice. What you W two? What I got it all right here in my book bag. <laughs> yeah, I think well, a lot of it had to do was you know the inebriation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, I mean, oh, yeah. you could rationalize. <laughs> Honest to God, I probably was easier to deal with being being inebriated because I was a little bit more fun and happy than if I would have had to go through that bone sober because I'm just so fucking black and white like you know what i mean yeah yeah so t- whiskey river comes in fucking just yeah, completely so steals the tuesday night so from pv from till you went to whiskey no yeah oh well, you did yeah that's where you went yeah because yeah, i remember yeah okay. you were well not, for, not not immediately that yeah. was like okay. 2010 was i think i went to whiskey is that where you met pv was whiskey river no, no julie didn't meet me until after i moved i moved from sandy i moved to San Diego. i don't remember the back. night i met you mm. i do remember the night because i was sitting at sip and I, I didn't know him. You you were visiting from San Diego, I mm, think. Okay. And I didn't know who you were. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, our friend PV's in town. I'm like, okay. never seen him before. Don't know him. And he just comes up to me at SIP and said, I can't even remember what you said. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Why the <laughs> fuck did he just say that to me? Oh, really? That's I just looked at you. I was like, who the fuck are you? I don't know what you said. You were talking shit. <laughs> I think <laughs> I knew who you were talking. I mean, you were talking to was one of my friends at the time. Oh God! Yes, and I'm not going to say his name, yes, but you know okay, who I'm yes, talking yes, about. I so I probably yes, felt comfortable yes. enough. And I didn't to say know you. To yeah, and you were like, you said something. I'm like, who the fuck are you? And you, because you were probably like, how the fuck do you know that? Or and I'm assuming that's probably what it was. It was. It was probably yeah. That's 100 percent what it was. I mean, I wasn't hitting on you or anything. No, I just probably no, said no, some no, like no, funny know, sideways like, shit joking around her. And she's like, who the fuck is this asshole? And Terrence Barbie over here, she's like, you know, probably a little smashed up. She was like, and I just remember meeting you for the first time that night. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, oh, I gosh. forgot that you went and GM'd over at Whiskey. Well, I was AGM. It was, a- yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, there was like what, fifteen of them. Yeah, there was quite a bit. Like, it was quite a bit of managers when it came down to. It. I went over there. Jimmy was still general manager, yeah. and then um, I would have been bar manager, and then uh, Flanagan was AGM, and then Jimmy had left, and uh, Flanagan became general manager, and I, I guess AGM bar manager, whatever. Wait, so did um, you go over there right when it opened, or after? No, after. Uh, Trey was actually Trey opened uh-huh. it. Trey was. Uh, they took Trey from. Um, from Phil's and brought Trey over to uh, to whiskey, 
And I mean, that had to be a good. I want to say they opened in two thousand eight or like whiskey, mid two thousand. I think whiskey was two thousand eight. So then I must have left like two thousand and ten ish. I I'd left Tilt, and you know we weren't doing too good over there, and you know I really wasn't making ends meet. You know, three hands in the cookie jar. I was like, you know, I'm going to take the chance and I'm going to leave. I wasn't even going. I had no idea where I was going. I was like, I'm just going to. I need to pursue a different job. You know, I mean, it was you know. The housing market hit around 2008. Things had kind of gone, you know, everything was going south, and uh-huh. we just weren't making the money we were making. Our fucking, you know, 70% of our staff had left to go to the fucking epicenter. Um, but so anyway, I so. Did. Was whiskey the only thing at <laughs> I the did. No, it was, well, they had Strike City. Everything was pretty much, I mean, yeah, in the was, making. Well, but Sweet was already open first. for whiskey. Okay. Whiskey came first. Whiskey and Blackfin. Okay. Yeah, Whiskey, Blackfin, then Sweet. Then Sweet. Well, then, we strike then, yeah. then Strike Blackfin. City. Then Strike City. And Mez was open. So mm-hmm. were, I mean, we were DJing. We were doing sweet whiskey, mez, all of it. Cat, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I went over there, um, in what I guess 2010, and uh, I was there till like what 2013 or so. I mean, there's some really good whiskey stories back in the day too. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Oh God, where do I start? Um, probably the funniest one that I ever heard. This is prior to. This is like you know prior to me getting there and. I Used to be the general manager there too, and at the time, or maybe he was—I don't know exactly what he was doing—but he was still working there and you know overseeing everything, and telling the story. It's probably one of the funniest stories you've ever heard your entire life. Because if you know who is, listen how he tells these stories, and he's just—I mean—he's a fucking character. So he's telling this story, and he's like, you know, QVC's coming in and doing a walkthrough in the morning, and like it's been like a scheduled walkthrough for a few weeks, a month, or something like that, and they want everything to be perfect. You know what a walkthrough is, right? Yeah. For, for the yeah. listeners, that's like they're going to come in and assess to see if they're if your place is able to hold their party. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. So, you know, I guess from from what which he says, is fucking hilarious with any fucking BMG. Spot. Oh, for sure. So 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 I guess Leap goes all right. You know, everybody's hyping them up. They're like, all right, dude, you got this tomorrow. You know, yeah. fucking get, get a good night's sleep. Make sure you're yeah. here to meet the rep for QVC. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, high-fiving and shit, dude, uh-huh. like, trying to hype them up. Because, I mean, this is, like, a big fucking deal. Nobody yeah. thinks it can get done. You know, because, I mean, this, they're all maniacs. So <laughs> I remember <laughs> says, he goes, last thing I said, it was like, and, you know, got this, right? And I guess apparently it was like, oh, yeah, I got it. You know, don't worry about a thing. We'll, right, we're, we're leaving right behind you, bro. So, <laughs> so fucking. Said no one ever. So uh, Eric no, leaves. He said says he comes, in, he comes in the next morning. He's like, he's like, I open the front door, and I'm, like, looking around. I'm like, all right, nobody's here. Good thing. Dude. He goes, I, you know, I meet the guy from QVC. So if you walk in, he goes, you know, the VIPs used to be the left DJ booth, walk around the stage, and then you hit the other four VIPs around the other side. And he says, I take the guy in. He's like, all right, you know, everything's looking good. You know, I walk through the VIP. And he goes, you're walking across the stage. He goes, let me take you over to, like, uh, I guess it was, like, you know, Dale's booth. And yeah. Kid Rock had put, like, you know, some money in yeah. to have like, his booth and stuff. And he says, and he starts walking These up. These are VIP booths with TVs in them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they could watch the races and the games and shit. So he says he gets up to the booth, and there's this guy passed out with his fucking pants around his ankles. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got magic marker fucking, like, all over <laughs> And <laughs> yo, man, and fucking, Shout like, out to BMG, fucking man. horrified. And um, and the guy from Q, he's like, Oh my god, what the fuck? And I guess the QVC guy goes, Oh my god, he fucking pissed himself. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, We like just walk over and walk down, uh, you know, the ramp. And he goes, well, Let's take you back to the office or something like that. So he says, He gets to the office, he fucking puts his key in the door and opens up the door like a crack all of a sudden it slams back in his face and he's like that's weird and he's like what the fuck so he opens it back up again and he can't open it and like he's like you know it's unlocking like somebody's got their foot on the door and shit dude so he's like trying to you know nudge it, nudge it open 
And he opens it up and he says, his fucking his hair's like all sideways. <laughs> and he's sitting at the computer's night. And he's like, hey guys, we're just finishing up an email right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never fucking died so hard before in my entire life. Quick when he came thinking. Story. And he was just, I mean, just telling the story. Because, I mean, if you knew, you know, just back then, those days, you know, it was, I was just like, oh my God. And I'm like, so did you get it? And apparently he's like, yeah, I got it. He's like, yeah. the guy was fucking super cool. So, but yeah, yeah I mean, that's. That guy went back to QVC and was like, yo, we better have some fun. So, <laughs> well, that's kind of the mindset. So when I had, I mean, I'd already heard this story prior to me actually going in there and working there. So I'm like, oh, did anybody have a fucking blast at this place? I'm yeah. like, sure, I'll take a job here. I'm like, this sounds like fucking fun. <laughs> you got to shout out the BFG guys. I mean, we're all their fucking sons. Eh? Oh, for sure. I mean, without a they doubt. They put up with a lot of shit for Yeah, they definitely us. did. Without a doubt. Um, and they're always cool about everything yeah. when it came down to it. They definitely talk <laughs> talk you through things. Yeah, or, they, you know. they, like you would do some wild shit, and then they would, they would coach you through it. They'd be like, listen, we get it. Like, <laughs> We're not saying you have to stop it. Maybe you just do things a little bit differently. Put it down you know? just a little bit. <laughs> I never forget, man. Slim did a, you know, they have like the pre-shift the shift, pre -shift meetings. Mm -hmm. And Slim comes in, he throws his notebook down. He goes, all right, here's the deal. Uh, we're going to take this. What do you say? We're going to take this small room. We're going to pack it full of people. We're going to cut all the lights off, turn the music up real loud, and we're going to get them fucking hammered. <laughs> and when you think about it, it's like, that's exactly yeah, that's what we're going to do. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what you're That's the do. worst idea ever, to put a, take a small room and fill it full of drunk people <laughs> with loud music and no lights. But, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we're going to do. Let's do that in this room. It's a horrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, no, Remember when they used to do the shit in the transfer trucks and the beds and they would drive around <laughs> jackass with like loads of Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember that shit? No, what? They would take a tractor trailer truck, like uh -huh. with a bed, you know, like an 18 foot trailer bed, you know like what I mean? The, yeah. Like, like a flatbed. Oh, good clothes in, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would turn it into a nightclub, uh -huh. right? And then they would take off in the truck <laughs> driving around and dudes are fucking falling over, like waving glow sticks, but getting banged up and shit in the truck. Fucking contest against the wall. <laughs> That was us. <laughs> that was us. <laughs> we were just kids back then, though. Yeah. You know? We were fucking, we were in our 20s. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you're 40, I'm 39. Yeah. So, I mean, we were 20. Yeah, 20. I mean, I was, Thank we're talking God from 20. I met Kim. Like this time period that we're talking about is from 23. Like, see, I bought Till when I was 23. Mm -hmm. You were 24 at the time. Yep. So, I mean, we were fucking kids. Yeah. And then I met Kim 2000. We were at 2008. Yeah. Because we, yep. Because we dated. Yeah, so, it, yeah, she met me at the till. Not have been 2009, I believe, because you, you probably, probably still. Probably right around, around yeah. We got, Kim for we got married 2010. So oh, yeah. I was so grateful. I'm like, thank God he's so Everybody was. <laughs> 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 I remember there was this one story. We were like, good luck. <laughs> Man, shout out to Abby. Yo, Abby, Abby, the bartender, we were, we were sitting, I was sitting there just drunk as shit, and Kim was there at till. This is after hours. Ian, Ian and Abby are bartending. And I said something to, to Abby. I was like, because you got to remember, Kim's like right there behind me. And I said to Abby, I was like, Abby, I'm going to fuck your face. <laughs> the sideways shot. I, I was waiting for a lot of people to get me too back in the day. When and Ian, the Ian, was, Ian said that he was like, am I the only one that thinks this is weird? <laughs> His girlfriend right there and telling this other one he's going <laughs> to. Yeah, you were fucking fascinating back in the day, to say the least, when it came down to shit you used to do and get away with. Man, Abby was a real one. Oh, yeah, for sure. She was OG. We she was Dixie's days OG. I haven't seen Abby in years. So so now okay. So then you worked at Whiskey River, from Whiskey uh, to Casba. No, actually, um, I did like when did you? I go guess that would have been like operations or something. I was helping Chet out when he did. Did you uh, go? When he did did Stash you go House. to San Diego before? No. So we went from. Well, so I I was cruising 
I just, I mean, I, I guess I did operations for a little while at Stash House with Chet, and then from there, um, they had bought Casba and then turned it into to Vault, and then I was a general manager there. Um, and then from there, I left and went to San Diego, and was in San Diego for like a couple of years, and then came back here. Did you work out there? Yeah, I did uh, advertising sales out in San Diego, but I did uh, most of my work on the beach on a surfboard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've always told people he's so fucking smart, but like he just like yeah, I, I get living, that a lot. I just living, bro. Just living. You know what I'm saying? Just L I V I. Well, life starts over. I'm at that age <laughs> now. I'm like, life just getting started. You ready to take it? You ready? You want to? You want to run another bar? I don't know. It's uh, you know, it's definitely crossed my mind. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it's what I've known my entire life. You know, it's easy. I mean, it's hard. Everybody says the grass is green on the other side, but once you get out there, it's it's never not that green when mm -hmm. it comes down to it. So. Um, I guess the hardest thing was is that throughout my entire life, I was always like, you know, people would ask me to come work for them. Mm -hmm. So, like, getting out there, you know, like, I was running um, a uh, tree and crane service, uh, like, you know, commercial and residential um, tree and crane service, you know, in charge of operations, quoting and everything, and, like, learning to be an arborist and do all this other stuff. I'm like, you know, starting a different career path is something that you already know. Like, you know, I'm a second nature. If I come you know, in, I already know, you, you know, know what an arborist is? Mm -hmm. Arborist, like study trees and plants and shit growing how they grow yeah what grows in good species shit. of trees yeah. you know i mean it's just you know it's you know it's I mean? it's absolutely you know it's a lot <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> well that's you know i moved down i moved back down to shelby and uh you know and i was working my buddy you know he he'd owned the company he asked me for years to come in but anyway it was just i realized and that's one of the reasons why i'm moving back to to charlotte is i thought that that was a place that i wanted to be and i'm like nobody fucking moves down unless you're you're ready to die or retire and i'm like i'm not fucking ready to do either one of them so um or you know, just, just stuck in that small town yeah it's just a small town mindset mm -hmm. you know and you know, i had and i had my daughter late in life so a lot of my friends are you know their kids are already in high school and everything else so as far as you know just kind of being on a social setting it's you know there's no out there's no nightlife which i could care less about going out that much anymore anyway but at the same time it's just it's difficult you know hard to find babysitters you mm -hmm. know i mean everything's fucking 20 minutes away yep. you know to, to go to the grocery store or anything else and it's, it's not, not a lot there. of convenience no, no it's not definitely not and I mean, I miss everybody up here too. There's as convenience well. for uh, some other things though, because like when you live out in the country like that, and like you got like a legal tent on your windows, you know somebody that like run that shit right through. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You know what I mean? There's always somebody like that. Sick living on the lake too. Just... Yeah, I mean the lake living's good, but I mean you're only. You know, I mean, you have you ever been on the lake? Summer. Yeah, she's been to my house. On, been house. Yeah. on the jet skis. I don't think we did a lot of drinking that day. Boo. No, we did a lot of drinking. We didn't go out on the water. Yeah, I can't remember. Didn't the make the water? No, because someone was like, I think the we can take the boat out for some reason. Um, well, probably because it was like 4th of July and it's a dry lake and we were all scared to death of going to jail, probably. Probably. <laughs> 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 right. I've been breathalyzed quite a bit on that lake and yeah. got out of it. It is a, the whole lake dry, huh? Yeah, it's because of the county? It's, it's, a ga it's, ga it's all Gaston County's oh, drinking water. It's a reservoir. That's the worst. So it's a very clean lake. It's yeah. very, I mean, it's a little diamond in the rough. Beautiful lake. Um but you know, it's it's not a party lake, but yeah, I'm which is nice. Like Norman. I'm used to Norman Sandbar, so like that's that's yeah. like my speed. Norman encourages it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, yeah, until you like piss off the residents with loud music. And no, yeah, they gotta be used to. Do y'all ever hear shit about the music from them things you do? Mm -hmm. they yeah, like they they get mad because what happens is so there used to be like, there's old sandbar, new sandbar. New sandbar is better. You don't really fade. Like houses aren't as accessible. Like, you see them, but they're kind of far i mean they set it up that up there for the reason where it used to be 
the way the wind blows, it blows it right, this music right to the houses. So they can hear that shit from, and they're not as far away as. Does the, the boat houses. have to be parked to make the music go? No. No? So you We're can just, just go. cranking shit on the way out there. I've only done it from a boat one time, and that was, I think it was the, f- no, two times. I did it for a forum, had a lake party, and I DJed it for them. And then JD and Crin and them did a boat party, mm-hmm. and I from there. That's you, wild. Ju- you just can't, you just can't play loud music near the docks right. and shit. But once you get you far go. enough out, yeah, like for the big big boat, yeah, they just tell me they're like, hey, whenever we get out, like past these buoys, you can just crank up the music. So Turn up the music. So it's weird because like it's just quiet and chilling. Everybody's like, hey, "When's the music coming on?" I'm like, "Yo, and we then gotta it comes get on." Be like, ah! "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, "We gotta get out there first, and then we'll make that happen." You ever but, seen yeah. the titties? Huh? Huh? Talking about um, <laughs> so <laughs> those part those parties no, but the like the the normal ones that I do like sandbar, yeah, that's frequent. Just titties. some some ladies are out there just completely topless and don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Back to PV. <laughs> yeah. but, but late Norman's fun. Segue. Yeah. Segue back to PV. Where were we at? Okay, so you moved back to Charlotte and then you. I oh, yeah, moved back I'd to completely forgot about PV and then I saw him walk through Havana. When was this? Fucking probably like two weeks ago. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't even know if you knew I was there. I'm, I didn't. Yeah, because you... No, I'm joking. I, I saw you. I was trying to avoid you the whole no, time. I, I saw, <laughs> he, knew, he, he didn't want to... He, he didn't want to he knew, take care of him. I was like, okay, motherfucker. You don't want to talk to me? We'll no, get I you on a podcast. <laughs> I definitely didn't see you. No, yeah. I just saw his beard and his hat. I was like, what is he doing? Well, you sent me that... You sent me that... Uh, well, no, that's what... That what text the next think, morning. That's what made me think about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where are we at? Move back to Charlotte. Move, so now yeah, you're going to come back. Yeah, I moved back to Charlotte, and then um, I was doing, what was I, I was bartending. Uh, well, funny thing, well, I moved back to Charlotte when my father had a surgery, and then I was just, you know, kind of bouncing around. I was bartending back at Tilt, and then Blackfin, and over at Bubble, just kind of like picking those nights. I mean, the bartending money was good, why not? And it wasn't like, you know, I was yeah. doing anything else, so. That's where I really got to know him was Blah. We worked together at Blackfin, we bartended at Blackfin upstairs. So that was after you came back from San Diego, yeah. yeah, came back from San Diego. Wasn't really, sh- um, probably yeah, 2014, 2015, I think. Probably 2015 ish. And yeah. that's where y'all met. Well, I mean, I'd already met him before mm-hmm. that, but we started working together. Then. Oh, that's when you had me like this asshole. I was yeah. like, your friend, like, God, this fucking guy. No, we were friends. I, mean, I don't think yeah, she was, yeah, no, was, she was just, cool with me that night. Yeah, you know, but I, I was, was fine later. Like, he was just like, Oh, yeah, I the fucking audacity of this guy to say this. Oh, yeah, literally, none of who he was. Who's your favorite male bartenders? You got a top five. On the spot, God damn. Okay, um, that I worked with, or just in general, just whatever. Rolando, Courtney. <laughs> Listen, I enjoyed working with him. I had the most fun working with him at Blackfish. I appreciate the compliment. Yeah. Likewise, know list. I know everybody's list. Mm-hmm. Rolando is like everybody's number yeah. one. <laughs> Rolando, Courtney, PV. I'm like drawing a blank. I'm trying to think of everyone I've worked with over the years. Ugh, come back to me. All right. <laughs> you got every, every, everybody. What about Ian? <laughs> I never bartended with him. Oh. Ian was always the manager by the time I met so him. So by the time you got here, he was always he was already managerial yeah, he was, roles. Um, I think he had just went down to open up Bubble, or like Bubble was open yeah. for about a year. Yep. So he was down to Bubble when I moved here. Which I didn't even know Ian. I knew Quincy before I knew Ian. I didn't know they were brothers. I got you. All right. So then you was doing the bartending shifts. 
mm-hmm. right? Um, do the bartending shifts, and then I mean, my pretty much my life after that kind of gets a little darker when it comes down to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not darker, but I didn't really do much. And then you know, my mother got sick with cancer. I took care of her. Um, you know, lost her back in that uh, was 2018. 18, yeah. yeah. Um, and then shortly after that, like father needed some surgeries, took care of him, and. Uh, you know, I was just kind of on a long hi- hiatus, so to speak. Is your dad still in Shelby now? No, he actually, funny enough, he remarried. Uh, he's down in Greenville, South Carolina. So he made it to Greenville. He did make it down to Greenville. My two sisters live there. They moved up from Florida, um, and they're down there in Greenville as well. Did y'all, but so the house, so you, the house, did you, was you living in his, the house in Shelby? The no, lake house, or did he get rid of that? Well, I bought it. Oh, good. I bought it from him, and that's what I'm selling now. So he wanted, he wanted to sell it, and I was like, well, you know, what do you want to sell it to me for? And uh, we came up with a price, and I uh, bought, purchased the house off of him, which pretty much paid for his house down in Greenville. And um, I thought I kind of wanted to be down there. And, uh, you know, a lot of memories. You know, I wanted to, to hang on to him and, you know, just realize once you got down there that it was a little more of a black hole than, <laughs> than right. I expected. Yeah. But, you know, I've got a beautiful two-and-a-half-year-old daughter now. Yeah. I mean, being a father has definitely changed me when it comes down to, you know, just – Settled me down. I mean, I think I was ready to, to be a, a parent, and you know, I enjoy it more than anything. Wouldn't change it for the world. So now, now you sold that house. Well, now it's under contract. It's so under contract. I was selling Julie this morning. And I said, yeah, I had my you know my morning panic attack because uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be fucking homeless in 20 days. Um, but I just haven't found anything up here in Charlotte as far as uh, you know whatever's in my price range. So on the market. if you're homeless, where's the gr- daughter staying? Well, not homeless. I mean, well, I still have the house. I'm just got to be out. I just haven't yeah. found anything, so I'm probably going to have to rent. Gotcha. So. And you want to be back in Charlotte? Yeah, well, I'm in, um, that's what I'm looking. Shout out to, to Brett. Brett's yeah. uh, helping me out right now as far and as trying to get me in a place. Run a nightclub. No, I don't know if I want to run a nightclub. You don't want to do real estate? Real estate and nightclub is your only option. Well, I've got, <laughs> <laughs> I've, got my li- I've got my life insurance license just to kind of mess around with some other stuff. I don't know. Just We'll see what happens. Let me get settled in up here in Charlotte. Quit being a bitch and run a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody hiring? No, <laughs> yeah, they are. They always are. All right, so uh, so now, so yeah, we pretty much wrapped that up. Has you got any more stories? God, I mean, well, I don't know how you know how R-rated or you know we, we can should go. Really there get. is no limits. There's no to limit, this. There's yeah. no limits. We ain't got no sponsor dollars. We ain't got to worry about nobody telling us what to do. We'd have to revisit a lot. I'm trying to you know rack my brain as far as you know the memories we would have that would involve you and I that. We could probably not have to bleep out most of the stories. <laughs> I remember being at fucking Lauren's house and you, Lauren, and Brett passed out and me downstairs telling y'all to wake the fuck up. Oh yeah, I, was, I used to beat on the fucking the the walls nonstop. Yeah, yeah. I was Lauren. Yeah, Brett lived with Lauren and, and Lauren was always the first one to get up to. She'd be like, "Fuck." Well, she had to, she had to be at work. Yeah. She, she ran, you know, Republic National. Yeah, she yeah. wake up. So. I'm like a dog, all happy, like somebody's up to talk to her, and then she's like <laughs> out the door, and I'm like, <laughs> I gotta wait on these two fucking morons to wake up at six p.m. It wasn't that fucking late. <laughs> it gets later every time I tell the story. Oh, no. I mean, I used, yeah, it does. <laughs> Two, four, oh, I would six. Have to, I would, well, back then, there was no fucking Ubers, and it would already be like, call me a fucking cab. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I don't care. You're not the talent anymore over at my house. Dude. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I had to get all the way back to Ballantyne. Oh, yeah. shit. Jeez. Start fucking hitchhiking. Oh, yeah, the Ballantyne house. You had the, the fucking salon chair inside the house. Mm-hmm, that was the fucking animal house. You guys don't, do you guys remember that? Like, that's, no, you, you guys around. don't remember it. That no, side of Rocher when it comes down to it. What was that side? I always thought it was fascinating though. I was always like, you know, my fucking DJ, he's actually a hairdresser though. And he's actually like a fucking like really good hairdresser. Like a lot of the girls that we knew would fucking go Dude, to the We're still, we're going to do one of these podcasts where you do my hair I on air. Skip was at the house one time and I cut this lady's hair. And when I got done, he was like, what the fuck was that? 
He goes, that was like the fly shit I've ever seen ever. He's like, why the fuck are you DJing? And I was like, nah, whatever. We're doing this. I'm ready for yeah. a haircut. Well, uh, well, the funny thing is he'd go up to like just, you know, random customers or just girls and be like, your fucking hair. Like he, he didn't compliment <laughs> it or just pretty much tell them their shit was trash and yeah. like, you know, you need to let me cut your hair. Yeah, you need to fix it. So it was either like, you know, he gave like this, you know, somebody an extremely good compliment or just pissed him off, you know, to where it was like he wouldn't kick this guy out of your bar. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, it was too extreme. There's no like middle ground with Russia either. Want to punch him in the face or. Well, the funny thing, man, is that a lot of stuff's hazy. You probably remember a little bit better than I do. I haven't thought about that stuff in years. It was a vicious cycle back then. I mean, we spent, you know, like over a decade of every morning waking up hungover. Trying to yeah. be fully functional. <laughs> What you think that you're, you're functional and you're, you're like, oh, dude, I can fucking operate just fine. Then you don't drink and you realize what it's like to live a normal life. And you're I, like, dude, I was a fucking pile of shit forever. We used to bounce around. We would, we would, like, I would get there on a Thursday night and it'd be slow and people would be like, let's just, people would be like, let's just go drinking. So we'd go from like Tilt to Town Tavern or Town Tavern to Grand Central to Dixie's. This whole fucking Buckhead, this Where whole fucking slew. It was on the corner. It was. A weird spot on the corner. No, yeah, Grand Central is the old, is it Nukes? It used to, well, it used to be called Nukes. Is that what it was? Ain't it, it was like a cafe. It was on Tryon? It it's right there on Tryon across from Blumenthal, pretty much. Oh, okay, or not okay, like, okay. well, a little adjacent yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like under the Ivy. It's a cafe now. It's not under the Ivy, like under the Ivy's to the right. Exactly. Okay. Or to the left. To the left yeah, if, if you're looking at the Ivy's, correct. Yeah, but it's in that, so you could walk in from the inside where that was. Where? Grand Central was underneath the Ivy's? No, no, no like a, well, it's almost underneath the Ivy. Yeah. It's only like like a hundred yards down, but you would walk in. You know where that Ivy's? subway is at inside there? And remember Tin Tin? Yeah, it's at that it's block with the statues, right? No, it's and right. It's in between Fifth and or in between Trade and Fifth Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah, smack dab yeah. in the middle between. Yeah, there. yeah I remember yeah. we would cut through there. Trade and Fifth on Trial. Yeah, we would cut through there and mm-hmm. get back to Tilt. Well, we knew everybody like yeah. it was working everywhere, so we make our we make our round of shots. Walk, followed you, and try not to punch random people in the face. Nah, I never. I was done fighting by then. Except that that one was night. the only time I ever seen him get violent. That was one night. Me and Pete went to go look. We went looking for somebody. I remember that. Yeah. He wanted to put his ass in two, the dumpster two times. Actually, yeah, you were yeah, extremely two times. Two that. times. Two people. It yeah. was one. Of, it was one of those fucking people, like yeah. the, the, off the movie The Town. Like, hey, we're gonna go do some fucked up shit. We're well, gonna no, hurt some people, and, and, and I'm like, me, oh yeah. And he's, is it someone we know? <laughs> yeah. He was like, let's go. I'm me like, and, let's fucking go. Me, yeah, me and me and him aren't good together because we both on go mode. Like we. <laughs> like if we, no. You know what I mean? Like, we had a like the two of you need somebody to rope both of you. Like, if I would have yeah. been in the river, I would have been right beside PB, like, ready to whoop them boys' ass. Because I was from the country, too. Yeah. We fucking fought mm-hmm. for fun. You know what I mean? Like, just fucking. I've never looked for a fight, but I was yeah. like, and I, I remember saying that to Nina, too. I'm like, have I ever? Like, I mean, cause I, I like confrontation, but I'm never the person that's going to get into it and start initiate the confrontation. But if you're looking for it, you're going to find it. I remember the first time that I really bit my tongue on everything was me and Kim. It was at Sweet. Me and Kim were walking through Sweet, and this dude bumped into her, said some shit to her. And then the guy said to me, he was like, I remember he like looked at me, and I, I just made like a thing. And I was like, yeah, you know, just. Yeah. You know, female shit. You know, she crazy. And then he was like, he was like, yeah, you better get your fucking bitch or some shit like oh, that. And I was uh-huh. like, just, I just, we just walked out the door. And of course, Kim was like, why are you let him talk to me like that? All these bouncers, whatever. And I was like, nah. Like, it, it wasn't there. It, I, I didn't understand, you know. So we, uh, yeah. we, we ain't gonna, you, it ain't going to be a scuffle, don't dog. Don't engage with somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we yeah. scuffling. Yeah. We it's fucking. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a brawl. It's, yeah. What ain't even that? Like, I, it, you know, like there's. You know, most of them, like, smack, push around. Now you just fucking kick somebody in the throat, punch them shit. Is, you know, 
Oh, I mean, people were hurt. You know what I mean? If yeah. you remember, like, but if you if you were around to remember Buckhead Saloon, it was one of those, and we won't say any names, but like they had you know, a manager in there that would be like a customer complaint, and you know, and all great guys. Don't get me wrong, but you went to Buckhead, you had to understand is that you were going to get fucked up if you were like out of line inside <laughs> yeah. this place. And you, I mean, you just, I mean, everybody was just like these fucking. I mean, everybody's huge, like fucking Lucas. <laughs> I mean, all these guys. Dude, I mean, like from six, South Africa. Six, six, yeah. Like six six, he, from he comes like, from fucking. He grew up hard. Like, he grew up in like did not that mess around. Trained blood MMA. Down in Africa. Oh yeah, he was fucking. Like some of the stories he used to tell me in South Africa, I'm like, what the fuck? Because yeah, I like what Jamani was telling us, like yeah. growing up, like yeah. Oh, it was fucking. Yeah, I mean, it was it was hard. Um, you know, but anyway, so we would go in there. I just remember. I mean, I don't know. How, I mean, it was pretty much every night we were in there. Um, there would always something would pop off. Uh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these guys, they just didn't mess around. I mean, every night they were, if somebody was coming in there starting shit, dude, I mean, they never, you know, tuned anybody up that wasn't, didn't have it coming. And like to all them. these but, I mean, it was one of the places. Krog McGraw. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they were all MMA. They all knew yeah. fucking mixed martial arts. They could, and everybody could fight and they're all hard in a coffin fucking nail. But, um, so anyway, so back to, to like, there would be like a customer complaint and like, I just would be like, hey, I got to go handle this shit at the front. This guy's, you know, acting like an asshole. And he'd get up there and the guy would like start screaming and face so would just knock him the fuck out you know <laughs> like and they just drag his ass out and put him on the fucking street i'm, t- I'm not even lying to you this yeah. is how it went down and i mean it would be you'd see guys we i mean it was every week we were re- reviewing the video and be like oh dude watch this guy like he'd walk behind the fucking like walk up to like or something and like throw a drink at him and would just keep on serving then he would stop and then like walk out behind the bar and just fucking walk up to the guy cold cock him sitting down indian style out cold and just walk back behind the bar and start serving again like nothing was happening I mean, it was every fucking night. It was crazy inside that place. I'm surprised nobody died. It was- it's funny. It's funny. It's called Buckhead because there was a Buckhead in Greensboro as well when I was living there. Okay. Well, I think there was that a was Buckhead a- in Raleigh too. Yeah. I think it's it was probably like BMG. All, it's probably yeah, it was, all it was, no, that was BMG because um, um, no, it was yeah. They might have had some in in there, but it was mm-hmm. uh, Scott and uh, uh, there was a couple of guys. They were all from um, from Vail, Colorado. That opened them up. I don't know um, if that was Junior came from. <laughs> yeah, Junior yeah. Rags were from Vail. Yeah, well, I, they, like they're both Junior and Rags are from Boston. They all mm-hmm. moved to Vail out there to open up uh, a club called uh, or a bar called Foo Bar mm-hmm. out there, and they were out there for I don't know a number of years. That's like. Um, yeah. I, th- I don't know if Nick was with them. I think Nick was too. Remember Nick Londi, DJ yep, Londo? Yep. He was out mm. there. And then he was, I mean, Nick worked at Buckhead. Um, uh, Braggs, Nick. I think they all moved from Vail. I mean, there was a ton of them. I think Quickie moved. Uh, Seth might have moved from there. I think. I mean, there was a fucking group of them all moved from Vail and opened up the Buckhead place. So they were already tight in its crowd anyway. Wonder, so it was wonder, like, wonder who's still here from the fucking Crin and JD. Gosh, I haven't heard. I mean, I was just thinking about those guys driving. Joe Ryan's probably talking. still around, right? I think he's got kids now. Yeah. I mean, everybody settled down. Kids will settle you down when it comes. Yeah, they'll down come. To it. They'll come in here and pod though. Shit. Yeah, I'm sure they will. You need to get them on here. I think JD moved to Raleigh or some shit. Well, like he opened that, up his own firm. Yeah, he was opening up his own law, law firm up in Raleigh. I know that. Dude, this dude Crin had a fucking Maserati. And he lived uptown, and he would just do like sixty down the fucking uptown streets, <laughs> oh, drifting around corners. <laughs> Nicest fucking guys yeah, in the fucking world. Fucking race car, dude. We got those are the good times. But I mean, it was just, I mean it was, the city was completely different. The dude, city they, has yeah. evolved yeah. so much throughout the years, and it's just changed, and and, and and all in the right directions. Don't get me wrong, but it was Grand just from ripped what it used the to door be. off one of those houses in Charleston. <laughs> they would the people that owned the houses would just send them a bill, and they'd be like, huh. Oh, they didn't care. oh yeah, dude. I mean, he was like, dude. Cren was a fucking day trader, making. I mean, yeah. like making millions, like just straight out of college. Slept two, three hours a day because he had to wake up on Chinatime too mm-hmm. and shit like that. High stress jobs, and they would just go to Charleston and fucking wild. Oh, he out. would come in and just be like, just drop his card and he'd be like, hey, these are my clients. Like fucking, you know, run it up. Like I got to spend like ten grand. Like just run mm-hmm. the credit card. I'm like, for what? He's like, open liquor, ten grand. I'd be like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> and Thanks, I was like, dude. fuck yeah. <laughs> what up, baby? Right? I'm like, this is like on a Monday night. We haven't even fucking like opened up the bar yet, really. I'm like. 
we already had cheddar in the register for all week. And I'm like, all right, dude, we're walking in straight profit for the next six days. <laughs> that's crazy what that corporate game would do. Oh, it really is, man. It's insane. I mean, that's why you need a good event coordinator and everything mm-hmm. else to, to get those people in, man, because they're out there. And most of those people have those spends. And, and they, so, like, have, to they sp- have to spend they it. Have yeah. to spend if you don't spend this amount this year, then we're not going to get it yeah, next year. Right. So if I can just run the card and make sure that, you you know, I hit my I hit my number. Yeah, they have to. And it's, I mean, it's pretty crazy how it all works, but... Um, yeah, I mean, definitely some good times back in the day. And like I said, maybe I'll need to come back on when I when I really think about all the, the stories that we used to, all to the get into. All the debauchery. It was some debauchery back in the day. I wonder day. how many bleeps we're going to have in this one. <laughs> oh, Probably quite what? a bit. They're, they're That's great. why I was like, wait. Just I, don't I, keep I, any names. Just definitely people, take the names People out. text me about the bleeps whenever I get going on something. Like, who is it? Long, and it's a long bleep. No, they think yeah. that it's hilarious. Oh, I got you. Yeah. You're I, so I, I get like, the who is it, though. Yeah, who is it? Yeah, well, most is people, tell, the thing tell, is, tell. I mean, it's, you know, who am I to put people's names out there? And I mean, it's yeah. nothing like we're talking shit about anybody. It's just, you know, stories that, Yeah, you know, this is all facts. But it's definitely not, keep names up. But exactly most people that listen to this that were around, everybody no, knows well, the names. Yeah. all the stories. About, uh-huh. yeah. Except for the people in India that are listening and like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Both of you would assume people in India are listening to us. Right? In, 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 in Palestine or wherever it was. Can you see where our listeners come from? Where we got listeners at? A little bit of everywhere. I'm sure if I pinpoint... I can't log in on my phone, but I'm sure if I pinpoint some locations, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, I know somebody there." Type I, shit. Yeah, I know my my boy in Hawaii's turned the Hawaiians on. That's to us. that's yeah. definitely it's a, it shows up on we the map. We got anybody in Europe? We got any Europeans? Bruv. Maybe <laughs> bruv. <laughs> bruv, take care of us out there. We need to get we need to get on everybody's algorithms. Yeah. <laughs> all right. International. <laughs> right. All right. So we do this thing here. So this or that. I'm gonna ask you a question. You got to pick one of the options. Right, you have to pick an option. Yeah, it ain't you know political correction. One day we're gonna attach something to this where if they try to go, you know what I mean, like take a shot. Nah, not take a shot. Like some, <laughs> like some shit, like like ruler slap them or some shit like that. <laughs> okay, man. You know, like take a shot with you, this. You know, take a shot with this group. Like, all right. Yeah, no, I want to. You do it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> we would no, be we doing need, that anyway. We need something like we need a zapper. We need a you know little you taser, like a shot what? collar, like a. You know, remember them things like the side ab, waivers remember the ab workout. Remember the ab workout. <laughs> Machine, we'll put one of those on you, and we'll fucking pitch you with. <laughs> we should get one of those. Put something in the chair. Yo, let me tell you a funny story. So, when them shits came out, my dad saw them on TV and ordered like 20 of them. Gave them to everybody for Christmas. He'd make them open it up when they got to the house. Because he got my dad's company, people coming into the house, and he'd be like, oh yeah, and he opened it up. And they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Dennis, he'd be like, oh, I show you, I show you. And he put it on them, right? And you know, he'd make sure he says, it's on, it's on, it's on. And he would crank it all the way up. And he'd be like, all right, now, and it's going to work out your abs. So, you know, he would. He would get it, you know, and they'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, I feel it. And then he'd go full blast. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, ah! <laughs> All right, yeah. All right. You got any funny stories over the weekend, anything? No, I stayed home. I only went out Sunday for a little bit. You? Anything? What did I do this weekend? Friday night, lost early, didn't do shit after. Yeah, the streets was dead Friday night. Uh, Saturday, I did a private event. It was the most fun. I will say this: it was the most fun crowd for a private event I've done in a long time. Where was it? At uh, Five Church, Fifth Church Union. Yeah. Um, it was for like a bunch of, I guess there were doctors. It was like an aesthetic company, maybe. I saw a sign. That's what it said. Um, they were fun though. Uh, I mean, at one point, this girl goes, "Hey, we play YMCA, and I'm gonna get up on the bar and do it." <laughs> Did <laughs> so, you do it? Fuck yeah! <laughs> I wasn't like, in my mind, I'm like. She's not supposed to. I, I wasn't thinking she wasn't supposed to do that. I just kind of went along with it. I was like, uh-huh. oh, okay, this is what she wants. So, fucking put on YMCA. Next thing you know, you see her. <laughs> 
And she's up on the bar fucking doing it. And, you know, the bartenders are like, get down, get down. And she, like, looks at me. And she's, like, got this big-ass smile on her face and, like, points at me. I'm like, no, don't point at me. Like, don't act like I can let you do this shit. But, yeah, they, they were fun because, you know, you get a lot of these private events sometimes. And they want Christmas time, they want to just talk and do shit. People were ready to dance. And I did do a thing that I've never done at a private event ever before. They made, they made me read a short story. What the fuck? But it was for their it was for their gift exchange. Ricky Tiki Timbo. <laughs> was it no. the lyrics to Dick Down Dallas? No, no so <laughs> it was not that. But it was um, I read a short story and every time I said the word left, they passed the gift to the left. Every time oh, I say right, they passed the gift to the that's right. That's a pretty good idea. But it was the Christmas story, you know, Dasher Dancer, yeah. all that. So I read that and then they did it and then they were like itching to dance. They danced and they. Had a great time. See, so. next time you need to do that, we need to do that game, but like the, the musical version, and you just go, live, 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 You should have done that for us. Yo, we got to find me a song to read the lyrics to somebody. That's, we got to do that. We gotta, oh, Jemani shit was so fucking in-depth and serious oh, that we yeah, forgot we to just, do all the dumb shit. Yeah, 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 so yeah, 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 yeah. All right, and we'll run through PB's this or that while Derek finds me a song to read. All right, so you got to pick. All right, uh, you fucking already answered that question before we even started talking. All right, uh He's like, what is happening? All right, uh, <laughs> I'm fine. Where's my fucking stock list at? She. Uh, I thought no, you'd be, a, you be better prepared, yeah. Rochelle. <laughs> All right. All right. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. All right. Real Christmas tree or fake Christmas tree? Hmm. Real. Mario or Sonic? Mario. All right. Red bag Doritos or blue bag Doritos? That's a tough one. <laughs> I'd probably have to go blue. Damn, me too. All right. Uh, shop in store or shop online? Online. All right. Clean the house or work outside? Clean the house, actually. Okay. All right. Uh, Ian or Courtney? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm going to have to go Ian just because recently we've uh, – We've hung out more often. All right. Kim, Chloe, or Courtney? Kim, Chloe, or Courtney? The Kardashian girls. Oh, I've kind of figured yeah. that's what you're talking about. Um, no, no, no. Kim, Chloe, or Courtney, Courtney? Nick, okay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, now it's getting fucking weird. Uh, Kim. All right. Brown liquor or clear liquor? Brown. Ooh. All right. Does the toilet paper go over the roll like Over that? the roll. <laughs> I'm not a fucking psychopath. Damn. <laughs> I just love everybody's response to that and how aggressive they get and like passionate towards it. Have you it. noticed how much the word psycho is related to people that may go on the backside? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> meanwhile, so, uh, meanwhile, Taylor's walking around here like <laughs> peeking in through. One lady, one lady said under. Really? So and I she, just feel like sometimes you just put it on there and you're too lazy to un like to take it off, and that's how it ends up under sometimes. But I mean, most of the time, like that would fucking drive me crazy. Nah. Change the, it. The lady that runs the podcast studio and everything here, she said under. She mm. said it goes behind. Okay. She had a. Interesting. She had a. Somebody gave us a valid reason for that too. All right. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? I think I have to go Street Fighter. All right. Bar or nightclub? Bar. All right. Rocky One or Rocky Four? Ooh. Four. The beach or the mountains? Beach. Mm, I didn't see that one coming. I grew up All on right. the beach. Would you rather bartend or GM? Now? I'd rather no, 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 bartend like, for the money. Okay. <laughs> Which one do you think you enjoy the most? General managing. GM. All right. This applies to, like, the lakes or swimming pools. All right. Jump all the way in or take the ladder? 
Oh, jump all the way in. All right. Take shots or drinks? Drinks. This is a good one. This one's for you. <laughs> watch movies or watch docs? Watch docs. Dude, you've seen every fucking movie ever made, though. Yeah, watch yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, people will fucking... Like, it's seen more movies than I have. It's, it's fucked. Oh, so I've got this weird talent where if you just throw on a movie on top, like just on the television, memorize it. it's like, I, before it even starts, like, opening credits or you know, opening scene, just from the sound or whatever it is, like, I can fucking guess it. Like, it's and he's also, he's also really, really good at that game you play at the bar that you <laughs> yeah. put money in. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's called yeah. gambling. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, not good That's at that. Not good. <laughs> fucking degenerate gambling. All right, X videos or Pornhub? Pornhub. The Super Nintendo or Sega? Oh, man, I, that's a tough skin, one, man. So Super Mario. Uh, yeah, I have to go Super Nintendo. Skin is dry. Yeah, Itchy when you. All right. Uh, text someone or talk. Talk. All right. Text them or email them. Text. All right. Uh, the Christmas Eve or the Christmas morning. Christmas morning. All right. Blackjack or craps? Mm. Depends on how good of a table you have for craps. But I mean, I guess you're gonna have to go blackjack. Okay. Uh, 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 Get fucking deep, man. Let's get interesting. I'm gonna skip those. Uh, Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced. (laughs) As he has in his Uh, cup. (laughs) You want to make money or make a difference? Make a difference. Would you rather go to work or go to vacation? Work. It's been a while since I worked, man. <laughs> I miss it. Play it safe or let it ride? Man, honestly, man, as you get older, you got to play it safe. All right. The Mac or PC? PC. Damn. All right. Uh, Rachel Starr or Madison Ivy? No fucking clue who those people are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. They're porn stars. Porn stars, I imagine. <laughs> Steak or chicken? Steak. Damn. All right. Uh, Duke or Carolina? Oh, dude, I don't fucking. That's one of the craziest rivalries that that I've never wanted to be a part of. But I guess I would have to go Carolina. All right. Yes, sir. Jerk off in the toilet or in the shower? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at these song lyrics you're about to read. All right. Now we'll we'll end we'll end <clears throat> this or that with that. All right. Give me the fucking song. Okay. Here we go. What's the title of the song? I'm not going to do this one because it's a little, eh. We'll do this one. All right. Is the that song, the one you showed me? Yeah, I, I was going to do this have other y'all, one. Have y'all seen the judge reading the Young Thug lyrics? on Hilarious. <laughs> that slime shit. That slime shit. Fuck a judge shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this song is called Drop Em Out. By Wheeler Walker Jr. Is this a country song? As read by Roche. This, yes. But this is a country song too? Yes. It should always have to be a country song. Okay, we can make that happen. All right, here we go. Drop them out. Let me see them titties. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna take a long look at those tig old bitties. Areola's looking nice. Nipples looking real pretty. <laughs> Come on, let me gander at your boobs. Gander. Drop them out. Let me see them knockers. <laughs> this is a fucked This is so incredibly dude. fucked up song. <laughs> Gonna take a long look at those big ham hockers. 
Listen. Just squeeze them together while I play with my cocker. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear this fucking song and play it afterwards. Yeah, Come play on, it. let me gander at your boobs. Drop them out. Let me see them flappies. <laughs> Like a 12 or 13 year old with yeah. detailed lyrics. Bounce, but it's like a 60 year old man. Bounce them up, make an old man happy. See? Smack them around, just lay them on my lap, and come on. Let me jizz them on your boobs. <laughs> Drop them out. Let me, We're so getting canceled. Drop them out, let me see them titties. Gonna take a long look at those tick old bitties. Areola's looking nice, nipples looking real pretty. Come on, let me gander at your boobs. Drop them out, let me see them knockers. This is gonna take a long look at those big ham hockers. Bars. Just bars. <laughs> Just squeeze them together while I play with my cocker. Yo, who calls it a cocker? Uh, the 60 year old guy, apparently. Yeah, it had the rhyme. Yo, Julie, knockers, what are you so. doing if a guy's like, yeah, just suck my cocker? <laughs> Cocker? Where am I at? That's it. I think that's fucking Yeah, that's, 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 that's just the song. It, it, look, listen. This is how it ends. I like boobs. <laughs> I like boobs. You don't say. I like boobs. <laughs> All right, we can, we can play a little snippet real quick of it just so people... Yeah, can I'm give, curious to see what this the, guy sounds like. You got to play on yours. Give them the, give them the hits. What, what's, the, uh, what's the name of it? Drop them out. Drop them out. Drop them out. All right, so we got... Woo! Drop them out. Drop them out. Drop them out. Drop them out. The titties is real when the cocker's in your mouth. <laughs> this is Wheeler Walker Jr. Jesus Christ. Look at this guy. That guy definitely has a cocker. <laughs> he fucks. Yeah. He looked like he looked like the uh he looked like the fancy rip from Oh yeah. <laughs> How do you even know this shit? Because like, man, I just I just know shit. Okay. <laughs> you play this anywhere and it goes off? Absolutely not. No. But what's funny is I did get that request on New Year's for Dick down in Dallas. Random, dude. Did, I'm, uh, the I girl sent, that sent the uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. a lot of people know Dick down in Dallas. Yeah. So I, so I'm sitting there and like I'm just starting. I've never heard of it either. No. Yep. It's it's <laughs> 10 p.m. Maybe 10 p.m. Probably not even. And she comes up and she does you know the phone thing, Nick down in Dallas. And I just start dying laughing. I'm like, you stay right there. I need to take a picture of you real quick. <laughs> and she didn't think nothing of it. She was like, okay. There's a song called Dick Down in Dallas. And Roche let us uh, read us the lyrics. And it's about, yes. yeah. So we're starting that series now yeah. of Roche reading very. Um, I like it. Interesting lyrics. We forgot to do one with Jumani though. Wonder if, wonder if we can patch one in. That's fine. All right. That's fine. His was so fucking like that guy like yeah, that was like life lessons, motivational things. We, like, we probably shouldn't do a reading on his. It's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, like like there's gonna be his episode, and then there's gonna be this one. Completely <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking polar opposites. Hey, at least we have range, you know. Like I left, call this I an left, open format I left podcast. That episode like really evaluating my time and like, and, like your life, life on, on yeah. earth, and like how to really, and I'm like. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and then we show up here. Yeah, then we show up here today. We're like, oh god, it fucking fell down the steps, ten flights, <laughs> bo- broke my back. He was fucking blasting a bowl, fucking blasting a bowl. bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> Where's Bragg's at now? He's up in uh, he's up in Maine. Maine. Yeah, he's up What's in up, Maine? Maine. You got any questions for PV before we leave? Any from the female perspective? 
Nothing. She's silent. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any fucking questions? Just ask him anything. Anything that like a girl would ask. He'll answer anything. I know he will. Just ask him a girl question. Let's hear a girl question. Girl question. Yeah, like a girl question. How's it feel being a girl dad? Oh my god! Like there I knew you go. It was be there there you go. I can't. I can't you, you asked him. You, yeah. you, you asked him. You put me on the spot. Yo, Joe Bud. They were talking about their Christmases, and he finally was just like, ah. He goes, nobody wants to hear about y'all's fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I love Memphis. She's yeah. so cute. Yeah, let's hear about it. Why'd you name her Memphis? Um. Well, it was between. Uh, it was between Memphis, uh, Bodie, and you know, I liked Bodie for a boy, and Nina liked Memphis for a, uh, a boy. And I was like, I don't like Memphis because I was like, you know, Memph Bleak, and uh-huh. then you know, obviously Gone in sixty seconds, dude. Fucking, I'm um, like, like Memphis was it Memphis Reigns or whatever it was. But anyway, fucking, um, let's go. I said, well, let's do Memphis for a girl, and she uh-huh. was like, oh, I love that. And then I kind of like got a little bit deeper into it, and just like you know, it's, it's like saw the meaning of Memphis. It's like means beautiful and enduring, and like all this other stuff. I'm like, it's a great name for a girl. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I actually Walk wanted a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, I just wanted a healthy baby, but I wanted a boy. And um, you know, when I found out it was a girl, I was like, oh shit, dude. Like because I mean, you know, being a parent, you know, at like 37 years old, it's going to be a little bit different. And uh, anyway, got a girl, and uh, you know. I see all my friends that have, you know, boys and everything, and I'm like, Memphis is such, like, just a perfect fucking, like, angel and saint. Yes, girl. And such an innocent fucking, like, person. Like, my one buddy, like, came over the house, and his son was, like, pulling all the toilet paper off the toilet roll out of the bathroom, and Memphis is, like, walking behind him, like, picking it up, going, ooh, clean up. You know, she's just, like, such a sweet little girl. And yeah, I got. I'm until, very until fortunate get, to have. Until she gets about it's a 11, teenager. Yeah, well, you got that with Laney now, right? Bro. She, she, <laughs> I got yelled at this morning. First off, so I did the, the party last night. Kim had to fly out to D.C. today, so I had to take Laney to school. I'm like, Laney, make sure I get up because I had to work. I was only supposed to work till 12. They wanted me to stay longer. I stayed longer. So then if I get done at 1, you get, I, I had to take everything there. So I'm packed up by 1.30. It's another 30, 40 minutes back to Waxhaw. So, you know what I mean? I'm asleep 2.33, you know, three hours of sleep. I'm like, Laney, just wait. So she comes in there at 6.30, wakes me up. I'm like, come wake me back up when it's time to leave. So she comes back in there. I think she wakes me up at like 7 or something like that. Like 6, 10 to 7, I fall back asleep. She comes in there just, Bruh! Oh, my God, you're supposed to be fucking up, you piece of shit. <laughs> I told you five minutes ago to get the fuck up. Now I might be late. I can't live like this. I can't work like this. You're fucking my shit up. I mean, just... And then, and then complete she, reflection then she, of you she, when it comes yeah, down yeah. to it. I then mean, that's, that's you 100%. And Kim's the same way. No, Kim's, no, like, no, Kim's like, calm down. It's okay. You're not going to be late. And I'm just like, because <laughs> 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 first of all, my stomach's burning because something was in that fucking Mexican food that I it probably had some gluten in it. My fucking stomach is burning. I'm like two hours, two and a half hours of sleep, getting yelled at one end. Kim's talking to me about all the fucking things I need to do with animals and shit like that on the other end. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, God, I want to be 24 again and fucking crushing fuck grape. Crushing grape. grape uh, dude, grape I would drink, I would drink like red 10 rules. of them fuckers. Oh, I mean, dude, you used to suck them down. I mean, yeah. it was like the fucking. It's like Kool-Aid. It is like Kool-Aid. It was always like, what up? Like, nah, the grape parties, vodka, like, cranberry juice, splash of sugar-free Red Bull. Shit, it's like Kool-Aid. I'd always be like, dude, what are you on your period? And then when I quit <laughs> drinking. <laughs> And then when I quit drinking, that from, <laughs> that's from fucking the party, yeah. And then when I quit drinking at the thing, I was like, I was like, well, 
I was like, I guess I can drink sugar-free Red Bull. It was in the drink I used to drink, and that's kind of where the Red Bull thing started. Mm. Oh, dude, you used to, dude, you used to suck down the Red Bulls too, I dude. Still do. I'm like, he still yeah. does. Oh, yeah. Remember how? Remember the fart? It's got to be so bad. How they oh, bro. Thought the, they thought it was the Red Bull fart. It's gluten. I've got fucking crazy gluten now. Like, yeah, I was thought you had like bad case IBS. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah. Anything else? So you love being a girl dad? Yeah, absolutely. A fatherhood has definitely changed me. You um, think you, are you married? No, not married. You think you might get married? I'd like to get married. Are y'all still together? We're working on things. Yeah. Yeah. You should. Yeah, definitely. You should be positive and work on it. Tell us another family story so I can cut it off. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear about your fucking family. Yeah, nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, it was the cutest thing the other day. She started. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not. Right, I wish yeah, we could go back and, you know, revisit some of the stories and stuff, too. I don't think I was extremely prepared for this this podcast, but if we come back on. You, you and I need to brainstorm, and we'll get back on and be like, all right, we can filter this. We can say this. Let's bring up some shit. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. I don't know if you I do want to repeat some guests at some point. Yeah, we'll have to. Like, so like boss, what, what's, yeah, what's boss, got to come back. Go back and listen to Boss's episode on this. Oh yeah, fucking hilarious. Nina did tell me she was like, "You got to listen to Boss Austin's one." I haven't listened to any of your podcasts. I apologize. I don't necessarily listen to podcasts too much, but I will now. Boss told us this story about how I actually I listened to Ken's podcast. Yeah, when boss, came t- on boss told us this story about they he used to piss in the fucking him and Lethal used to piss in the damn fog machine jugs. And one of the bar backs came in and filled the fog machine up with the piss instead of the fog juice. And they shot piss fog all out over Bar Charlotte. This is a fucking horror story. All of a sudden, everybody's in the crowd like, oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, fucking people's faces were just like disgust. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, he said Lita come up there and was like, mm, we sprayed the piss fog. <laughs> That's still fucking. I mean, well, that's. I mean, that's that's par for the course at Bar Charlotte when it comes down to. So I'm surprised they even pissed in anything. That's a normal thing. I was like, did you know that they spray piss? Yeah, I've been doing it for years. Yeah. What the fuck you talking about? Oh, Bar Charlotte. Fuck, dude. If you had any idea, like some of the places back in the day that were just fucking straight, just oh, it was raunchy. Appreciate you coming out, man. Right, thanks for having.